0: happening weirdos. This is the first of a series I'm doing which are new faces. These are people that are doing just for laughs. The festival usually held in Montreal now being held all over because of COVID. These are some of the new faces that I met that I I loved all of them and some of them I'm nabbing to chat with and this is the first one. This is Peter Kim who blew me away. He was amazing. He's hilarious. And I loved talking to him, and I think you guys are going to love it, too. Also, I'm doing some touring. What? Some touring, including a live You Made It Weird. Uh, That's not really touring, but it's here in Los Angeles, August 19th at Largo. It's going to be me and Sweet Lady Val and special guests. That's August 19th at Largo. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. That's going to be incredible. Also, I'm going to be doing a uh, another live stand-up show there on September 9th, uh, which is my Living at Largo show. Same website, largo-la.com for that. And September 3rd, I will be at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. Go to the Brea Improv website. I should have looked that up. Just type in Brea Improv. It'll take you there. I will be there the September 3rd weekend for a whole weekend of shows me and the incredible Lara bite So there's three tour dates. Boom. Slowly but surely. Trickling back out there. And I'm very excited. I got some new jokes uh, and some old jokes that I had to stop doing for a while that are now better. Uh, anyway, look, it's stand-up. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. But first, let's get to Peter Kim. If you guys like this show and you want to support it... Try a Pete's pick. I couldn't be more excited about this new Pete's pick. We've already mentioned it on the podcast. It is the Apollo Neuro. The Apollo Neuro, I'm wearing it right now. Mine, it's on energy and wake up because I needed to wake up a little bit. Apollo Neuro is a wearable. It's, you know, wearable tech. I'm wearing it on my wrist right now. And it is using incredible touch technology to help your body recover from stress It can help you relax, it can help you sleep, it'll help you focus, it'll help you meditate. I was skeptical about this, and then I tried it, and I meditated for it, uh, with it, excuse me, for the first time, and I was deeper than I had been in many years, because what the neuro does is it vibrates in ways that your nervous system recognizes as touch, as human touch, or being held and meditation is so much about a repetitious mantra or breathing it's basically i I swear it's like it's meditating for you you're meditating but the apollo neuro on your wrist is also meditating so it was like double meditating and even if you're not good at meditating or if you've never tried it i swear the apollo carries you through and brings you into that deep deep still blissful meditation for that alone I would have made it a Pete's pick. I was blown away. They sent me one. They were like, this sounds like something you would like. I was like, I'll try it. Val had already been trying it. She had told me how much she loved it. But until I tried it, I didn't believe it. It dropped me in so deep. And if, if it was only that, if it was a meditation tool, it would be enough. But the truth is, it does so much more than that. The Apollo Neuro, worn on either your wrist or your ankle, delivers gentle soothing vibrations they're all, you can set it so it's almost unnoticeable like sub perceptual these soothing vibrations that train your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress so it has different settings energy and wake up that's what i'm using right now because i'm about to go on a hike social and open obviously awesome for when you're about to go out and be with people we all need a little help with that these days Clear and focused, that's what I like to use in the morning. That's uh, just when I'm working or also just want to wake up a little bit. Rebuild and recover, useful after a workout or a hike, but it's also useful after you've been inundated with stress. Uh, My parents were just visiting, so every ride home, I'm rocking the rebuild and recover. As I mentioned, meditation and mindfulness is one of the settings. You do all this with the app on the phone, and it sends the signal through Bluetooth to the Neuro to the Apollo and it just, it starts uh, vibrating in that pattern that they've done all of this research to develop. Meditation and mindfulness is also not just for meditating, but I also put it on when I just need to take the edge off of a situation. It helps me be mindful. It helps me stay Calm, relax and unwind is what I put it on when i 'm watching TV at night, just kind of prepping for bed and as I get into bed, I put it on sleep and renew, and I usually take something to sleep, not not always usually maybe it might just be a valerian root or something, but now that I have the neuro i don 't even need it. it lulls you with vibration rhythm into a restful Deep and restorative sleep. I am nuts about this. I already mentioned it on a podcast uh, recently. We made it weird recently. People have been reaching out, asking me for the promo code. I finally have it. Apollo Neuro trains your nervous system to cope with stress better over time. The more you use it, the better it works. It was developed by a neuroscientist and board-certified psychiatrist who have been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans. For nearly 15 years, Apollo's effects on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real world, st- real world studies. Clearly, I'm nuts about it. Both Val and I haven't taken ours off since we've gotten them, and now you can try it. If you like it one tenth as much as I love it, you're going to shit your pants. Go to near weird, excuse me, slash weird. You'll get 10% off. That's APOLLONEURO slash weird for 10% off and let me know drop me a line I'd love to know on Instagram or whatever if it's working for you because I am super super excited about my Apollo neuro get into it get into it also I flipped a five egg omelet this morning how was your morning <laughs> because I have the best pan and cookware that I've ever had in my entire life Val and I started doing a lot more cooking during the quarantine, and we got pretty serious about it. And finally, somebody said, Hey, if you love cooking, you've got to upgrade your cookware. Get your professional quality cookware and kitchenware, and the food you make will become restaurant quality so much more easily. It's so much about what you're using, your equipment. And Made In not only makes some of the best. In the world, some of the best cookware, wine glasses, knives, pots, pans in the world. So how does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? The short answer, they have the right access to the right kitchen tools. And with Made In's professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food at home. If you're serious about cooking like we are, you need to invest in the right tools. And Made In's cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs, I have been using their nonstick fry pan for months and I absolutely love it. It cleans super easy. It looks and feels amazing it's got a great weight to it and a good balance to it the heat distributes super super evenly as i mentioned i can flip omelets for lila in the morning super easily i was never doing that before and the non-stick formula is not chemicals it's not going to leak into the food nasty stuff it's just as good as it gets they source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make Premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Made in products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can go easily from the stovetop to the oven and their knives are fully forged perfectly balanced and stay sharp. They have 32,000 and counting five-star reviews and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. So Made In, get some. Better cookware for better meals. And right now, Made In is offering Weirdos 15% off your first order with promo code WEIRD. That's the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash weird and use promo code weird for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com slash weird and use promo code weird. If you like to cook and you like this show, it really means a lot. Show your support and get yourself some dope-ass pans, knives, or uh, wine glasses. Last but not least, I always shake it as if you don't believe me by now. I love Alpha Brain. Uh, buy on it. Like a lot of people, I heard about it through Joe Rogan. This was six, seven years ago. I started trying it and I haven't gone back. It's not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine or coffee. It doesn't get you all jacked up. It just gives your brain earth-grown ingredients that it needs and helps support memory and focus. And in my personal experience, it's wonderful with creativity. I haven't done stand-up. I haven't written scripts. I haven't done a podcast. I haven't even gone on a date or gone to a party anywhere where I need to use my brain. I haven't done any of those things without taking two or three alpha brain 15 minutes beforehand. My brain immediately can feel the difference. It's a it's a sustained feeling. It's a uh, nurtured feeling, meaning it's getting the nutrition that it needs to function. Like I said, it's not something that's going to be a stimulant. It's just giving you the 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 food that your brain needs to work at its best i absolutely swear by it i keep it in my car i have it in all my travel bags i have it in the pockets of my coats that's how seriously i take alpha brain the few times i've been in situations and i don't have it very unpleasant because i've really come to swear by it i definitely took some today just because i was reading i was literally sitting on my couch and reading and I wanted to retain what I was reading. And so I took some Alpha Brain. I wish I knew about it in college. I'm so glad I know about it now. If you're using your brain for, for pleasure or for work, I seriously, seriously uh, suggest and highly endorse Alpha Brain. And you can show your support of this podcast and see if it helps your noodle as much as it helps mine by going to onnit, com slash weird. You'll get 10% off everything you see on that landing page. That's onit.com slash weird and show your support of this podcast. All right, everybody. Hope to see you August 19th for the Live You Made It Weird here in Los Angeles, September 3rd at the Brea Improv, and September 9th for Living at Largo. Largo Largo-LA.com for tickets to the Live You Made It Weird and the Living at Largo. And hope to see you there in Brea as well. In the meantime, enjoy the incredible Peter Kim. Man, I love this chat. And we're going to be doing more with some of the other new faces. So here's new faces, one of who knows, Peter, Kim, get into it. Oh, wow, cool sauna. I think you're the only person that added a positive. <laughs> that's really Did the I first. Mention the empty bottles on People mention the bottles. <laughs> and I just emptied the bottles. The problem is, Peter, every time I use it, uh-huh. that's three bottles. Because you're in there sweating? Yeah, oh, your, okay. your sweat machine. So that's only like I just cleaned it. Wow. It doesn't matter. It's so stupid. What I mean is, like, it bears a comment. <laughs> but you're the only person that said, "Nice sauna." Let's Katie can.
1: Yeah. I have I attest. bottles. A test. With no sauna.
0: That's right. This is my. I. I never thought. Can you turn me up a little bit? You may. This is also the first one since the. I just had. I just got this, and this is blocking you, Katie. It's like blacking out your eyes, like a CIA document. Yeah, I had, a, I had an elliptical, and this is embarrassing. Are you ready? You know how when you get on an elliptical, you have to kind of like, like you have to lunge forward to like get it going? Yeah. That was too much. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. you got to get it started. I like zero yeah. effort. And Val and I were just talking about this last night. They were like, treadmills are uh, easier than running. Like if you can run a mile on a treadmill, it doesn't mean you can run a mile. And I was like, good, that's what I want. I want... You want it easy. I want it easy. Why do I want it hard?
1: It's working out already. You don't want it to feel
0: hard. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Do at all. You
2: don't? No. Good <clears throat> for you. Uh, thank you. I don't
0: even know what I mean, but I'm like, this is my 1st not trying. <laughs> this is my first... Well, you look great. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. You look great. Thank you. And it's effortless. Oh. Oh. Um, do you, do you want one of those empty bottles? Do you want a full bottle of water? Sure, I'll it's have a little toastery. It's a little here. hot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Val, Katie, in the fridge there's Spinny Drift, uh, oh. and we have Cran Raspberry. Okay. Deal with it. You can only get these if you order them online.
1: Really? This is a man who it's orders his,
0: his Spinny Drifts online. All right, I'll take an exclusive Spinny Drift. And then there's also Pineapple, which is sort of their best flavor. No. Oh, really? Oh, ooh. It's their most popular. You no, I'll zag. It's the sweetest. Yeah, let's go zag. Let's go zag. And help yourself too, obviously, Katie. Anyway, thanks for coming here. Thanks for having me. I loved your. I'll say this in the intro, but you did just for uh, laughs. Yeah, new faces and new which, faces, new faces. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I thought you were phenomenal. Thank you. And we have. It seems like we have a lot in common. Yeah, I mean, starting with our name, with our name. Yeah, love love a Peter right away. Uh huh. And your and your background. But what? Just I. I tried to Google. I I know so little, which makes me excited. I'm I don't un- know Google-able. a lot about you. You're not easy to Google,
1: Peter Kim. There's first of a all, million of us. Yes.
0: <laughs> I I typed in Peter Kim, Korean. You're Korean, right? Uh huh. Korean comedian. Uh huh. Still, I Still was nothing. getting like profiles of like other Scientists. Korean men, yeah, yeah. who are not comedians. Uh-huh. Like it's, like you it's, see, like, it's, like must include comedian. Like yes, yeah. must include comedian. <laughs> I was like, and like a lot of like very proud uh there seemed to be like a lot of pride for these men like korean pride for these successful korean men named peter yes peter who got like
1: doctoral degrees exactly that's what i
0: mean they looked like they were killing it Mm -hmm. but not in the ways that i care
1: about no so put them on a stage they'll bomb (laughs) i
0: just had that i'm doing that that sitcom i'm that sitcom like it's had so much buzz that you know about it i'm doing a sitcom where i'm playing a bowler and the guy, I a had bowler. a bowler. A bowler, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the bowling coach, I'm like, is that a fat joke? And then the <laughs> bowling coach, like when they cast me as a, fat, as a bowler, I'm like, are you saying I'm <gasps> Thank soft? Thank you. Um, and then I had a bowling coach. Uh-huh. And they, were, <laughs> the bowling coach was so, he wasn't mean to me, but he wasn't very nice. And he was like, not at all. Like I tried. He went, nope. Nope. Next. I'm oh, like, wow. No, that's, it's not next. I'm doing it. So if you could just help me, <laughs> it's only me. Nope and i had that part of me that was like okay you can bowl and that that ego flare up where i'm like come with me to the comedy store uh. you know what i mean because like, that's our sport immediately right i immediately like yeah. i don't like being teased especially about athletics and i was oh, like me too why don't you come uh come out tonight yeah you want to do a quick five
1: you want to do huh? <laughs> let's see you set up and punch it I'll even tell you what to say. <laughs> you can I'll, do my jokes. I'll tell you what to say. Yeah. You can say it. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> so funny. I love the instant cockiness that comes out when you're like talking about anything yeah. besides like jokes. Yeah, That's sure. That's all we got. That's all we have. Talking shit. And we'll we'll fight <laughs> with our words. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we'll stand up for our own ability to do stand up. Uh-huh. But that is right in there as, as a little titty baby. So anyway, tell me where, where are you from? Like, literally, let's just start with yeah. the
1: base. Okay. I grew up in Flushing, Queens. Oh. <clears throat> Do you know? I know Nora from Queens. No, Aquafina? Aquafina <laughs> is Nora yes. from Queens. Is that right? Yes. Aquafina is Nora from Queens. I think Boy, that's the entire tag for the show. <laughs> that,
2: it's
0: the title. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's the description. Uh huh. And we they, get it. They seem to get that show
0: had Aquafina, like, like kind of before she was huge and yeah. then I think Comedy Central was probably really excited about that but then it just went away it's not around anymore
1: it's not i don't think so oh no i don't think Nora's i was like i need to anymore. i need to have one more chance at a guest star <laughs> an asian sitcom based in my hometown right that's the worst when you don't book the thing that you're like it's written for you yeah, and, they're like, no, no. and <laughs> 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 they're like no that's Yang
2: they're like Fletching, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, the no. Row.
0: I've 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 not booked things that said uh, a Pete Holmes type. That's the cliche. That's what happens. Oh wow! Because that's like the. Not starting. many people can be
1: a Pete Holmes type, though,
0: right? Because you're you so can do it just tall. get loud. <laughs> I think actually that's what it is. Is then I get there and I'm really tall and they're like, "Well, this isn't going to work." <laughs> He's taller than a horse. We've <laughs> a horse. <laughs> you don't think of horses as tall, but those are tall they're tall. They're I tall guess yeah.
1: <laughs> it went, yeah. You're right. <laughs> There was always, they're always on their hands and feet, so if they feel shorter, hands. Yes. Um, hooves. <laughs> their hand. I don't know.
0: I loved it! <laughs> Those are their hands. That's their hand, they yeah. They just don't have any digits. That's right. But the hand is like the palm part. Yeah, exactly. Well, I suppose. I think anything mushy uh-huh. that's uh, at the end of a bone that you okay. press... <laughs> I'm listening. Trying really hard to like <laughs> prove your theory. It's a hand, sure. It's a hand. Yeah, yeah. Give it's... this horse a hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're from uh, Flushing, Flushing, Queens. Flushing, Queens. Born and raised. Which, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So New York City, born and raised. Born and raised. How city do kid. Feel? Do you feel like a city kid?
1: Um, you, I, like, I did when I was the young train
0: at like eleven, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were I, you really?
1: I went from Flushing, Queens to. This uh, high school in the Bronx called Bronx High School of Science. Okay. And it was a two and a half hour I've ride heard there. I've the Bronx.
0: Uh, have you?
1: Yeah, I have. It's like a nerdy um, science and math school that- A like, STEM school. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, sure. Magnet I, school type of thing. I don't know why. I
0: guess because when I think of the Bronx, I didn't think of like-, uh, like MIT I suppose No one well, ever does MIT's in Cambridge And I'm from Boston When oh. I think about Cambridge I don't think about science either So wherever science goes People are going to be like are not us <laughs> <laughs> Like what area Pete I'm calling bullshit on myself Does scream science
1: Yeah well, <laughs> nowhere, nowhere, nowhere 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 Yeah Well maybe some areas Maybe wherever NASA is Houston Houston Sure But then I'm like No that's Beyonce's house Totally I never think of Houston And think NASA <laughs> I'm always thinking Miss Knowles.
0: (laughs) Did you? I think, no, it was the night before I tried it for the first time. I was like, you know, there's that rumor that I've heard a rumor that old Jewish men, specifically Jewish men, Mm -hmm. write the hit songs for like Kelly Clarkson and Beyonce. No. That's that's what I've heard. And I was like, I never believed it. This is the bit. I go, I never believed it until I heard the line. It took 45 minutes to get all dressed up. I'm like, (laughs) that's an old Jewish man's guess. Beyonce? (laughs) 45 minutes <laughs> i was like eh, how long does it take for beyonce to get ready <laughs> under an hour i'm like with that look at her hair her hair alone no is an hour and a half exactly that makeup she takes days that's days yeah yeah jay-z knows jay-z book, book queen B three days out
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he calls her queen bee too of course he does yeah after he cheated there's no way he's calling her by her name but that was the best thing that ever happened to her career i know right was it planned that's what I'm saying. Every time someone's like, you know, J Lo and Ben? Benifer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said it with so much shame
0: Affleck. <laughs> <Benifer? laughs> well I sort of love Ben Affleck I don't know how you are do you with ben Affleck. okay yeah. I don't have because I'm from Boston so you gotta love your like, Bostonites and I met him when I was 17 16 whoa and he was so nice to me really yeah and then I met him again when I was like uh, in showbiz and he was so nice to me and at the same party nice Matt guy, Damon huh? wasn't not nice to me but he's very good at like <laughs> schmoozy no, no oh. uh, Matt Damon's very good at like saying like quick answers you go like hey man uh, how are you he's like i'm good moving on like he just wants you to move on because you just interrupted him and his wife he was right to do it but ben affleck was like get over here wow very gregoire okay gregoire he was gregoire okay. you were saying yes Benifer."
1: <clears throat> Benifer. i i don't i i just immediately assumed that's like a pr thing right Right, like Tom Cruise
0: and Katie Holmes. Yeah, but like that Scientology, maybe PR. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps now we're both.
1: We're very trouble. near Scientology right now, so let's I hush, hush tones. Yeah,
0: let's bloop, <laughs> let's let's bloop that. Let's
1: bloop that. Um, <laughs> Don't bloop it, bloop.
0: <laughs> I want you to bloop out that that very common rumor that yeah. I didn't even start. <laughs> uh, but you mean like a PR?
1: Like you know, uh, well, I, I think... hear people like big p- people get like set up so that their I thing. Agree will rise and someone's movie's coming out, so there's a lot of buzz. Or, you know a million
0: I mean? percent. Yeah. A million percent. Like, I buy it. And Bennifer was the biggest thing to happen, mm-hmm. certainly for his career. Didn't it feel like it was helping him more than her at the Always.
1: Always, I felt like every time like he touched her like nine million dollar insured ass. Yes, his star, his like IMDb star meter was going up. That's every right. time, four and a half mil per cheek. <laughs> a lot of mil for that yeah. ass. Is it really insured? Yeah, that was like the big thing when they were going out. That her her butt was insured for like millions of dollars. I don't know, like what like would happened to a butt? Hands. Like, yeah, yeah, what, exactly. The butt
0: is designed to be like whatever you
1: got. Take the yeah. That, <laughs> luckily, it hit me in the butt. Yeah, or like, <laughs> oh, I was snowboarding. Good thing I fell yes. on my butt. Yeah, it's it's the area meant for falling. For yeah,
0: damage. That's and pounding. also PR. See, this is the thing. Everything mm-hmm. seems like PR. I here. PR. I'm gonna throw one at you. Yeah. That's really stuck in my. Crumb because I believed it Mm. when Fight Club came out because we were all ready for Woodstock 99 (laughs) but some white men needed Fight Club and Mm -hmm. I was one of them I was like let's get angry now Uh I read Fight uh, the Entertainment Weekly issue about Fight Club and remember Brad Pitt Every guy that ever gets ripped mm-hmm. always references Brad Pitt and Fight Club. Yeah. Guy's my age. That's like they that was the first body that we saw that looked like Michelangelo sculpted it. And then in the article it said Brad is an anomaly. Uh his his representatives say all he eats is hamburgers and french fries. <sighs> and I was just like whoa <laughs> and he looks that awesome and i like that is the benefit of a diet story mm. like if i if i could ask him one question i'd be like you weren't eating hamburgers and french fries <laughs> even though i know he wasn't yeah right he couldn't have been no way and but you don't think i feel like ben affleck would want to date j-lo though
1: oh of course who wouldn't want to date j-lo
0: and then j-lo maybe was like so is j-lo benefiting She's been
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's in it for JLo. I really don't. I want to talk to her. That makes me think maybe it's real then. Maybe, uh, maybe you're right. And you're saying that he's a nice guy. He was really nice. You know, nice. so maybe she just needs a nice guy around. And after they A-ron. did Geely. Who? The and, movie Gigli. Oh, G- did, They oh, did yes. that movie How together. could I forget?
0: And then I think when you're at that level, when you're at a J-Lo level,
1: you really can't meet anybody. You can't be on like Raya and be like swiping. No. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I, J-Lo swiped on me. If you're on Raya, you're watching the hit animated Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not. Starring yeah. Nora from Queens. Oh my God, Yeah, She's really good She's in
0: everywhere. That. She's really good in that yeah.
1: movie. She, Captain Boone. That's my...
0: It's, it's a very specific
1: Aquafina in Raya yeah. impression. It took me that? a second, but I remember it now.
0: Gonna need some water on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Boone!
1: <laughs> it's not bad. It's, it's pretty a, good. It's the
0: first try. It's pretty good. The, you got the rasp, though. Because she's, she has a voice. Yeah, like who was it? Bobcat Goldthwait was like, "I have a funny voice, so when people do an impression of me and get a laugh, that's my laugh. I made up the voice." Uh, yeah, I'm not saying she made up the voice, but she's probably like, Leaning into the yeah, what makes it interesting? Anyway, so okay, where were we? Bennifer's fake, but now we're like maybe maybe Bennifer's it's real. real. Yeah, and then what was the other couple we had? Um,
1: <clears throat>
0: another couple.
1: Oh, Oh, Beyonce Beyonce and Jay-Z.
0: And did he really cheat? I mean, we're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out today
1: on this podcast.
0: (laughs) It feels fake because when you're that big, it is like Amazon is dating the McDonald's corporation. Right, right. Every move you make. And like, if here's my real fear. They have an agreement and then she needed something to write an album about? Like meaning they are cheating on each other, maybe? Like
1: maybe they're not even... In love anymore, and they're just
0: well. I bet they are like like weird, like they have their special thing. I think like once you're once you Beyonce, get to yeah. and once you're
1: Jay Z, yeah.
0: I don't think you're in it for the meat and potatoes.
1: No, you're... I don't think it will do it anymore. <laughs> no, you're you. just like doing corporate taxes together or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a relationship, and maybe have it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or
1: I don't know, who knows? But anyway, you're from Flushing. I'm from Flushing. <laughs> All that to say, I grew up in the first Bennifer, um wave wave: Yeah. in Queens, and I, I was a city boy. I took the train two and a half hours every day.: Alone.: No, with friends. With friends.: Yeah, and we would get jumped every time, really? so many times what i got what flavor
0: was the jumping nerd jumping racial jumping why were they all of the here? above all of them
1: yeah all of them and, what a nightmare i'm so <laughs> sorry thank you like
0: it's not funny and fuck that i hate it
1: thanks i hate it it was it was um exciting and necessary back then what do you mean <laughs> cuz like necessary? i couldn't there was no other way to go to school but the trains okay and i had to go to that school like my immigrant mom, my Korean, like, super tiger mom would never let me go to, like, a local school. Right. Because I got into this, like, super special school. And you had to
0: test to get into that you school? You had to test to get in. And she
1: was really excited? She was super excited. How did you feel? I didn't want to go. I was like, I, can, let me go to because once you're zoned in like your local school, you want to go through. I wanted to go to Bayside High, you know, but
0: like it's not the same. But I went to a private school, and mm-hmm. like then I went to a public high school, and everybody knew each other because they were all like, "Are you Diamond Kid? Are you a Clark Kid?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, my family. Uh, they drove me 45 extra minutes <laughs> to a cooler school. <laughs> so. Like, and I'm so grateful for it now. But at mm-hmm. the time, I do remember being like feeling a little potentially left out from my community. Yeah, yeah. That, did did people think you
1: were like too cool? Maybe wow.
0: if they did, I don't know. I I always thought like, how do they not? How do they not? How do they know I'm not just transferring from another part of the country or something? Right? Like they don't. They can't know.
1: You had a look about you, I bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> something that you just wanted to, yeah. sh- like shove them or something. <laughs> I mean, I did. I was because my school. This I'm making it about me. I I just was because I went to a private school. It was very gentle. Mm. Then I went to a very normal public school, and I was just. Like, my school, it was, like, cool to participate and have a good attitude. Oh, no. And then I went to a school where it was like, why does this kid keep raising his hand? Oh, no. Yeah. Were you bullied? Well, then I was also, like, 11 feet tall, which is so funny because people who are tall, here's a tip. We're not strong. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, here's a tip. Go taller. (laughs) (laughs) If you're having trouble,
1: well, it did. Just be taller. Be taller. It really did help. Like, I, I think I would have been if I was smaller. You know, I think about you a lot in the weirdest ways. <laughs> not like in any sexual way, but Shit! I'm sorry. that <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> no, not in that way. But like, like when you were hosting the other night. Yeah. And you know how like the Dynasty typewriter, the theater has like the – what is it called? The scrim or whatever, like that front area that – you would like walk out to the lip and you're like sure. you're so tall. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, and, and you're taller than all the other comics. Yeah. And I was thinking about like, I bet he could like snap all of our necks. <laughs> that is so funny. I always think not that you would because I you don't have, have, have that personality.
0: That. I, I think I stopped doing it. And I think we'll both know why, because things sort of got nastier. And like, let's put it this way. Like before Trump, it was like funnier to me. Uh huh. Like to be darker, Mm. and then like when the the world got too dark, we didn't want it as much. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if this bit would work anymore, but it's true. I was I was in bed with Valerie, and I was like, "Isn't it funny I could kill you with my bare hands?" (laughs) (laughs) And we're like super close, like we're just kind of calling out like something interesting that Uh like when you're with like a really big person, yeah. Like I could eat you, I could eat your bones, (laughs) seriously. But I love you. Yeah. But of course, there's like so many dark things that make me not want to make that joke, but you're saying the same thing. Like he could crush us.
1: Yeah. You, you really can. Like you can take your hand, like one hand, one fist and just stomp our heads. <laughs> like, and we, yeah. Like and, an our, ogre, and then for real, and like our spines.
2: Rings rings, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. And that's what the bullies thought too. And that's what they may be.
1: Yeah. And there's something really cool about that. Cause I always feel super threatened in comedy. Just because I'm gay and I'm Asian and it's a very male aggro field, yes. so I'm just like ill. And I didn't go into sports because of that. Yeah, and now I'm in comedy. I'm like, oh, it's the same fucking people. You're right. Yeah, I, I, who and I wish I-, I was just like your size, so I didn't feel so intimidated. That is. That's another kind of privilege. It really is.
0: Like I even going to concerts and stuff, I always felt safe because I was above the crowd. Like um, it's a great feeling. Even whoever's though,
1: behind you is having a hard time. I
0: know. Money back. <laughs> yeah. I should wear a t-shirt that says you can get, get your, your money refund? back <laughs> and the number. Get your refund. I was just talking to somebody about this where I was like, well, the, the crashing the HBO's Crashers, the show I did, was all about a kid that was sort of sweet, and I, I feel like you were maybe that way, raised religious, mm-hmm. and getting into comedy and going like, wait a minute, this. There's a lot of people here that are the reason why I became a comedian, but not the good reason. Yeah, like there's a lot of that energy, and it used to be more that way, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. It seems like maybe it's softening, but I know what you're what you mean. Yeah.
1: Like but the club scene is still that way. Well there it's was a, still very like fratty hazy. Yeah. Like yeah. I got bullied so now it's your turn. Like right. it's very that. I always thought it was they were the bullies. That's what I thought. I thought well, yeah. we got
0: bullied uh-huh. And they're, they're the two groups, the people that got bullied and they're the people that bullied and both developed like different senses of humor. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure. Maybe everybody got bullied. I don't know. I think everybody gets bullied. A little bit. Yeah. Or they're like bullying because they were bullied. Yeah. No No is just doing it out of the, love, out of the love of the game. Yeah.
1: I had such a great life. All of a sudden, I just want to hurt people. know. In-
0: <laughs> I just love the sport. Yeah. <laughs> I see a kid, he's wearing glasses, like four eyes, too obvious. <laughs> do I push him or do I trip him? Like yeah. they, nobody loves the craft of bullying. No. They, they were hurt. Exactly. Hurt people, hurt people. I right? believe that. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then when comedy is that feeling I know what you mean. So you're you're getting jumped on the train.
1: Physically jumped. Physically jumped. Punch. robbed robbed yeah yeah um, even though there was a group it was and a it was a group fight all the time it was never like one-on-one it was just it was group like fights. it was it was rumbles and like yeah, i know it's so stupid and of rumbles? course i'm the gay one that's like super closeted Do you know you're gay okay you know you're gay but you're in the closet um i don't so when i'm 14 i'm thinking like okay i love wrestling with my friends yeah. and i love getting pinned yeah but that's all I knew. That's all. I didn't know like what gay was. Like, like, Yeah. Was, and no one was gay. Yeah. Like none of my friends, no one in my family. Even in New
0: York, isn't that funny?
1: Because I grew up in Flushing, which is a – it's like a microcosm of Korean immigration. Right. So I didn't I, – I was born in New York, but I didn't speak English until I was six. Whoa. Because no one spoke English. Wow. Yeah. So I only spoke Korean. I only watched Korean TV Wow. that was um, sent to us to a video store here in in, in not here but in New York and they would like record um, episodes of Korean TV on these uh, remember those tape decks those like um, tape decks you could like speed record in no <laughs> back in the day like video stores video stores had VHS stores used to have these like tape decks that you could like do speed mass recordings on and they would have like, Ten copies of episode one of this K drama, and then we would go every week to rent a VHS for a dollar twenty five. This sounds
0: illegal. It is illegal. <laughs> it's right? highly yeah. Illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like someone from Korea, Korea's like SBS is one of their big national networks. Okay, they would like send an episode to New York, and then they would like copy and rent it out to like Korean people. Okay, to watch Korean TV in America because we we had like basic. We didn't even get basic cable. Whoa. I didn't have MTV until I was 18. Whoa. Yeah. So you were probably watching these things over and over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, and right, anime so. and dub stuff. Like, I was just watching
0: Korean stuff. And when you say speed, it wasn't actually sped up like it wasn't oh no, Sometimes no no people upload tv to youtube and it's like but it's like for some reason at two speed or something. oh yeah like, maybe so, maybe so that like dobbing. youtube doesn't know that you're f- that's what it is yeah so the algorithm can't yeah. find it that's right <laughs> i'm thinking that's why would that be the same okay so you're you're really in a little korea yeah and then so you and your group of other Koreans,
1: Korean mostly
0: Koreans, and and you're you're sort of in an early stage of. they let's be honest, everyone in that group is in an early stage of whatever the sexuality is going right, to be. Right, right. And there you- was
1: one kid who who like lost his virginity in the eighth grade. There's always that, and kid. he like never came to school, <laughs> and we were all like, "Is he always having sex? Like, why is he cutting school so much?" But he was like the cool one, he and tasted the
0: forbidden <laughs> fruit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he didn't want to come and learn fractions. No more. No, he was done. No, he just wanted to have sex after that. <laughs> I never like like Benifer.
2: <gasps> Wait, is, are Our
0: Benifer and J Lo doubt because of things like that. There was always the for me. It was the kid at camp. Mm. That was like we went in the woods and we had sex. Right? Like, like there's
1: always a kid that was like way you? fast.
0: Yeah, way too way fast. fast. But the way they were on each other, they were there was this couple at camp, and I think they did go in the woods. <laughs> I'm still talking about
1: it. When I was in kindergarten, there was a kid, there was like a little like tent. I don't know why they had a tent in the kindergarten class, but there was, I think it was like a nap tent and um, two kids went in there and got In the naked nap tent? In the nap tent. That's not napping. <laughs> no, it's no. not. It was, uh, it, I, I don't know what exactly happened, but they came out with their pants off. And I remember it was like a huge thing. Like the parents had to be called in. And they're like these kids are having sex. I'm like, they're five years old. They're probably like showing each other their yeah, yeah. whatever. But I was so I was one of those kids who was so ashamed of everything yeah, that yeah. I didn't want to like show my body to anyone. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I was never like, don't I touch me. My on until me too. I was Eighteen. Oh really? Eighteen. Eighteen. Wow. That's a long
0: time. When did you start rocking the the top m- off?
1: M- maybe like sixteen yeah i got I got used to it, but I remember feeling like pudgy, yeah, did and- you go
0: with the sun? Did you say the sun?
1: Oh, because I can't. there's nothing the sadder
0: than than the soft boy being like the sun <laughs> my mom my mom, I think I would say my mom says I have to wear it for the sun. oh no, no one's buying it, but everyone looks the other way. You're white, so people would buy that. No one would buy that from me, but isn't in Asian culture it's like really important not to burn. Somebody
1: just told me that oh it might yeah be J- Japanese. That's you know it's like a east asian, Just east asian uh, like in general l- light it's a um,
0: I, oh yeah of course it is it's a class thing and like if colorism you, if so you're not, if you're outside it means you're like working it's outside it's like a field korean
1: versus a house korean exactly yeah. so
0: it's this horrible remnant of like a <laughs> cultural distinction that lives on for yeah. some reason and apparently they said in japan people wear like long clothes like long Mm -hmm. pants to the beach and stuff that that, was that's what i was
1: going for no i was not that precious (laughs) but you i'm with you 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 were
0: ashamed of your body and ashamed of what you knew about sex sex.
1: yeah were you jaying it yet and was i jaying it at Um, 14 yes i was yeah what grade is that ninth grade yeah so there would be jaying it there was jaying it it
0: was still like seventh grade
1: oh that's early is that early yeah where'd you get stuff to jay I used to just dry J the bed. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> this day I can't. With your imagination, no pictures, nothing.
0: Yeah, it was all imagination. Wow. At, be- at the beginning was all imagination. Like, uh, how old are you? I'm 39. Okay, so we're we're pretty close. But like, I think being a little bit older. We didn't have any... The, the concept of right. jaying it to something.
1: I remember I had uh, a friend, Ashish. He was the Indian kid who had a mustache at seventh grade. Love so it. he was like hormonally ahead of everyone. Yeah, And his dad... I forgot what his dad did, but he was able to um, save like 10 JPEGs on the 3.5-inch floppy disks. Oh my Do you God. remember those? Yeah, of And he would sell those for $5. And it'd be like Jennifer Aniston fakes... Oh! <laughs> But it's like super fake, like just her head cropped on TV. You don't have the
0: technology. (laughs) Yeah. That was like the first thing internet and pornography thought to do. It's funny because now they have the technology to do it because of deepfakes Mm -hmm. and stuff. But the first idea collectively the internet had was here's pornography. What if we put Alicia Silverstone's (laughs) head badly on it?
1: On this like black woman's
0: body. You know what (laughs) I mean?
1: I was like, and we were all like, whatever, it works. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh my god, that reminds me of I had to jay it for the doctor. He was worried that I was infertile. I don't know why. I had a bit about it at the time. I was like, who cares if I'm infertile? It'd be like I'm on the pill. <laughs> like like was, I was so young, who cared? But I had a trio, remember the Palm trios?
1: Is that a phone? Yeah,
0: it had a keyboard, uh-huh. uh, like kinda like a like a chode. It had a yeah, chode yeah, yeah. antenna. I remember <laughs> <laughs> I love that you got it immediately, like a chode. Yeah, I remember yeah, the palm chodes, tree. of course, yeah. <laughs> the, the palm people are like, we want a new phone. We want to give it a chode. Everyone here know what a chode is? Okay, moving on. So I, I could only put a little pornography on it because I knew I was going to have to masturbate. And everybody told, like, whenever you see a movie, if you have to jerk off at the doctor, they give you, like, like a VCR cart and, like, <laughs> hardcore porn. not like wasn't magazines? my experience. They no. gave me nothing. Whoa. I was like, well, thank goodness I have this. Uh, trio with preloaded pornography, but I was so Christian and meek still. It was still in my system enough. Shame was still in my system mm-hmm. enough that even the pornography was very mild. It was just like a woman kind of showing her butt. <laughs> <laughs> And in the <laughs> medical context, it looked clinical. It looked like she was bending over for an exam. Oh my god! Like she was like, I hope it's not serious. <laughs> and I'm, I was <laughs> masturbating next to a skeleton. There was a skeleton oh my in the god. room, and they gave me nothing to clean up with. So when I'm done, I'm just going through the drawers looking for gauze and stuff. Oh, I was no. like, this is disgusting. You should have a J off room. Something, Wood panel, yeah. bean bag, lava lamp, <laughs> hand
1: sanitizer, <laughs> yes!
0: the, the works. They were just like, just jerk off in here. I had a whole closer about it. They also, they were like, you can jerk off. They didn't say that. They were like, you can go in here. And it was just somebody's office. And and there were like floor to ceiling windows. Uh And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just turn the pictures of this guy's family around. (laughs) Don't you have a room for this? They didn't. New York. That was wow. in New York. No jerk off rooms in New York. That's crazy. Yeah, it was horrible. So, where are we? You're 14. You're jaying it. You're away. you're getting jumped.
1: But <laughs> why J-ing did I it ask you, if you jaded because you didn't know cuz <clears throat> I was um i i didn't know what like homosexuality was like i i heard of it you know like the only thing i heard of at that point was like chandler might be gay you know what i mean like that was Hilarious. the only reference i had you, the, the actor or the character the character, the character and chandler. that was like the joke remember all of season one it's like it's chandler gay really that was like the whole first season arc for chandler isn't it emotionally crazy? and and
0: there's little gay boys watching going like i guess, I that's guess like i'm a-
1: sarcastic <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought i guess my sexuality is a, a delightful gag uh, to everybody
1: like, yeah am i that way exactly and I then know. like will and grace came out and yeah. i was like that's not me and then like i would i would like start to seek out like oh my god i had a copy of the, remember the birdcage with robin williams of course
0: and um i remember watching it inciting more with the family that showed up you know how they're hosting dinner. <laughs> It's like now I watch What About Bob and I side with Dr. Leo Marvin. Yeah. And yeah. when I was young, I was so Christian. I was kind of like, yeah, I'd be freaked out by these people too. But that movie, when you don't know any gay people, you don't know anything about it. You're right. just sort of like, that's a lot. Like
1: Robin Williams is a lot. A lot. He's a lot. Yeah. He's like, like meaning a you, club owner. And yes. Like,
0: it's like the gayest Miami gay, gay, gay. It's also just Miami. You could have a Miami straight couple and I would
1: have been like, what the They're the, the gayest, fuck gayest is people in the room. Like? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> It's like, but that was like the first pop culture thing I saw with yes. gay people that I yes. was like, oh my God, this is what gay is. So, like, there was never a touch point where I saw myself. So interesting. You know, and I was like, this is not the type of gay. This is not gay. I guess I'm not gay. I guess I just, I like women, but I just like wrestling with my friends and right. possibly of uh, like a brush of a boner on my knee yeah you know what i mean or something like their that. boner their boner yeah, yeah so exactly it looks like mutual yeah looks like everybody's and you know good, when good i think when boys are wrestling I'm it just to, happens we loved wrestling we Did you? always would put a like a, wwf
0: we didn't watch wrestling Who's here we? i am me and my friends my my, my guy friends. Straight friends me and straight guy friends uh-huh. there. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's straight still. I mean, like, it would be a big surprise to their wives if they weren't, but I'm open to anything. But (laughs) we would put sleeping bags over our heads. So it was like blind wrestling and just like go at each other. But it was like part of the challenge was you couldn't see. See. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's kinky. It is kinky. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I say that, it's very kinky. And we had our dicks out and. (laughs) but I don't. But besides that, you, we did want. I don't remember it being sexual. I would. I'd be running up to tell you if I did. Sure. I do remember liking touch. Right. Just like being a, a human person. And did and you like wanting, the sensation
1: of like domination versus submission? I think I would have. I wanted.
0: I, did, I don't think I was out there kicking ass. It it was probably more to be piled. Yeah. Like I I probably like I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 You're a considerate bottom. That's what I was gonna say. I <laughs> this whole time I'm looking at you going, Peter, can I make a bottom joke? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, I want to be uh in bounds. No, definitely, no, no. Definitely that was in the wrestling game was more of a bottom. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. Um so <clears throat> the brush of the occasional mutual bone
1: boner, yeah. And, and you're rocking a bone too? Well, yeah, once in a while. I'm trying not to because, of course, I'm the one that's trying to hide from everyone. And, yeah. you know, I, I because of that, I really went overboard with, like, trying to be straight. Oh, wow. So I would be, By like, way, flirting
0: with women. I just want to hit pause right now because what you're saying is capital F fascinating. Uh, you think you're gay or you're not sure you're yeah. you're a swirling mass of purple and yeah. gas in the uh, solar system you don't know what you are yet mm-hmm. but you're not seeing yourself represented yeah how, I, how do i know exactly yeah like i feel the same way about gender identity by the way most mm. people are just going like well that's me right you know what i mean like you see i saw zach morris he said say bayside mm-hmm. earlier i saw zach morris i was like that was that's me that's me yeah. he likes chicks he calls him chicks <laughs> and he, he knows he's a boy and all that sort of stuff. So you, I had these archetypes. It was really easy. Yeah, and I think when it comes to the mystery of the body and the mystery of sexuality, meaning mystery, meaning it's subtle and it's, it's complicated and all that stuff. So many of of us just making the easy choice. Yeah. Meaning you go up to the cafeteria line and they give you a spoonful of mashed mm-hmm. potatoes and you go, that's I'm a man. And then you get corn and that's I'm a straight man. <laughs> and then you go back and because it's too – risky to think about it. You know what I mean? It's too it's too frightening. It's too scary. It's like another version of what are we all doing here? Like, Mm -hmm. who am I? And what is my body asking for? Like what are the appetites of my body? Yeah. It's a scary thing because what if they're not in line as you were worried with the culture. Exactly. It's frightening. Mm -hmm. So I think so many people that are just cis and, and straight don't have any fucking clue what they actually are, and that's actually that's kind of a victim there. Meaning they never felt safe, yeah, to like look into it. But I I just really want to applaud your observation because you're going, and the way I can relate to it is I remember meeting gay guys when I first moved to Chicago. And I was a waiter. And boy, I was such a rube. I, I should have had like a, a husk of wheat in my <laughs> mouth. And just like, I met this gay guy who was not Will and Grace gay. Mm-hmm. And he was not birdcage gay. Mm-hmm. And i he was so patient with me. He changed my life. I was like- And I ended up doing a a comedy show at a gay club, and I I really thought the room was going to be filled with bubbles and topless men with with nipple rings, because it's all I had seen. Right. Like, the third act of the second Matrix movie, like, I thought it was just going to be, like, (laughs) dancing in Zion, and me going, like, so, where do you guys get your bubbles? And it wasn't that at all. It was, like, the most, like, norm – he was very normcore, like – I don't even know how to put it. He just – He just looked like Matt Damon to me, yeah, like like a like a very traditional. All these words are not appropriate, you know. Sure, sure. To my eye at the time, I was like, and he was like, "Yeah, you've just never met like real gays, yeah." (laughs) Regular (laughs) gays, is this what you're saying? Like you hadn't seen regular quote unquote regular gays represented, so it led you to think you're not gay,
1: right? Right. Because I just didn't, yeah, I didn't like click with that, and also there were no Asian gays. You know what I mean? So like, Mm. I thought like like comedy. um, I thought gayness was for white people. (laughs) So funny, (laughs) you know, and it just wasn't for me. Like, and I just I was like, all right, well, just keep your head down and fucking don't get beat up and figure it out and just leave town as soon as possible. Wow. So that's that's what I did, and I went to Michigan University of Michigan to go to school, and so it went okay at bronx
0: science school i can't remember yeah, yeah yeah so you
1: did well i mean you have did okay it was yeah. a good school right it was a good school i yeah. did well yeah. um and it, it, it was it was you know albeit like all the horrors of being a teenager and being closeted like it was fun and it was a good time right um oh that's good yeah there were still the horrors though so many horrors like i was also like we were talking about i, I grew up evangelical yeah so a lot of my meat I don't know if you know this culture in New York, but on the coast, both L.A. and New York, Koreans tend to like congregate around church mm-hmm. because it's our like first place to like have community mm-hmm. once we're in a new land. Mm-hmm. So everybody went to church and like the the gangsters or the AZNs, these are your like 90s Asians with like AZN. hair down to here, bleach blonde, yep. black leather jackets, yep. you know, wife yep. beaters. And yep. that was me. Oh I was walking God. around with bleach Mom bangs down to here because I was like trying to act so hardcore. Need? Are you kidding me? I so there was a <laughs> gang named Ghost Shadows that I was so obsessed with. Like I was like Ghost Shadows, Ghost Shadows, Ghosts don't cast shadows. Exactly. That's, That's how what, invisible it was. They are. A paradox. <laughs> They're like we're scarier than reality. It's a paradox. <laughs> so, and I wanted to be part of this, this gang so bad because I thought if I could be in this gang, no one would ever come for me No yes. one would ever mess with me yes. No one would ever ask if I'm gay Or if I'm straight enough If I'm hard enough I'm whatever. a ghost shadow I'm a ghost shadow What do you
0: What do you mean What do I want to yeah, have sex I'll with I'm a up. shadow of a exactly. ghost Exactly You won't even see The shadow of what You won't even see the thing That I'm the shadow of Kicking your ass That's
1: how invisible I am <laughs> Yeah Okay Untouchable I understand you know? Hidden And then so My friend Philip Troy, t- He was part of this gang And he took me to An initiation Monday At TJ's Pizzeria in Flushing and that's where, like, it was the pizzeria in Flushing where all the gangsters, like, hung out in the back. The AZNs. The AZNs. Which sounds like a news network. <laughs> it should be.
0: <laughs> the AZN News yeah. Network. <laughs> Breaking on AZN. Yeah.
1: If there was ever an Asian sketch show, AZN News would be, like, the thing. Oh, of I don't course. think we would ever get one, but... Of course. We'll see. It's going to happen. <sighs> Let's hope. Once the, once the streaming wars happen... <laughs> <laughs> gonna, we'll have a whole Asian channel. A I whole mean, I streamer. feel like you
0: could forecast. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm just like the black woman, se- the black lady sex show uh, te- uh, sex sketch show. show. That's a Freudian slip. I guess I'm really into these black ladies. <laughs> uh, their sketch show. That's forecasting. I bet. I bet there's somebody who does like racial forecasting based on like what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see, like, well. Uh, Black people weren't represented, then Tyler Perry showed up here. So you yeah. can say that 10 years later, the Asian Tyler Perry, or whatever it might be. Oh, I wonder if someone can call that stuff. I
1: would love to be the Asian Tyler Perry, <laughs> Pete, to own my own studio. Oh, my God. That's a good career to want, actually. Yeah. Like, I for truly for real, am, am I modeling myself after Tyler Perry. Did you really? I am. You are? I am now. I, didn't, I wasn't before because I had no one to model myself after. And now? Now it's Tyler Perry. What, did you, what are you doing that he
0: did? And we're getting back to Shadows. We're going don't, back to Gosha. Don't Shadows, think we're not but getting back. To I, I Go just
1: Shadows. have like a, a, a plan now that I want to own start to finish everything. I read this article on Tyler Perry how he's so genius because not only does he own his own writing and his own productions, but he also owns his own studio. So like start to end, he just it's just verticalized to him. Yeah, you know, that's and he doesn't have to answer to any gatekeepers anymore. Wow, you know, so I'm wow. like, get me there.
0: I, you know, I had the same thing with uh, Adam Sandler. I was just like, I just want to make movies with my friends, write go. them, and star in them. But you're actually going to the next beyond. level. You're going beyond. I want to own Netflix because at the, when you the deeper I get into show business, the more you realize that you're like there are a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. and the more people involved, the less control and less ownership you have. So oh, yeah. you, you picked a good a good model. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Oh my God! What if when I'm not gonna say what if when you become the Asian Tyler Perry. Yeah. People are gonna like link to this interview.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he called it. Holmes broke it. it. <laughs> I broke it. Yeah.
0: Asian Tyler Perry. Uh, Peter Kim. Okay, your Ghost Shadows. Back to
1: Ghost Shadows. Yeah, so never. fourteen, he my friend takes me there and then he says, Okay, wait here. And the guy at TJ's Pizzeria knows me because, you know, I'm a chubby little kid from flushing. I'm in there every week. <laughs> so and they also were the only pizzeria that had kimchi pizzas. They really knew their market oh, wow. right would Korea, i'm like the first day mm-hmm. i'm tj i work at
0: tj's pizzeria mm-hmm. i see a lot of korean people mm-hmm. i start asking around I'm like i think they bury cabbage <laughs> i think they like bury cabbage and it comes out and so it tastes kind of should we put that should on we the pizza that? the first day he's rocking a kimchi pizza mm-hmm. on the top shelf
1: yeah he's wondering if it's gonna sell
0: oh yeah he's like this can't be real this can't be right or is yeah. it pandering like, I'm oh, worried that it would be like, hey. I think that's like
1: maybe a 2021 thing. Back Nobody's in 1996, that. they were like, panda away. Pander, Pander <laughs> Express. <laughs> that was across the street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're putting out Panda Express pizza. Koreans will eat kimchi pizza? Absolutely. I love kimchi. I'm not... Why am I saying? I'm not just saying that, but I'm not. I love it. Are you sure? You sound like you're pandering. Right? I am pandering. I'm pander <laughs> express right now. I don't know if I would want it on pizza. It sounds kind of strange. You should try it. Really? Yes. It's good. It's really good because it cuts through the cheese. It cuts through this breadiness. And I mean, it's just salty, fun, crunch. Yeah.
1: I get it now. Fresh. I'm in. I'm in. So I, I, they know. They're like, do you want a slice? Like yep. your weekly slice? And I'm like, no, no. I'm actually here <laughs> for the ACNs. Slice? And I'm looking back there and Philip like walks this long walk back to like the table of all the what we call Dai And Dai are like, it means like big brother okay. in Chinese. <clears throat> so this was like a pan-Asian gang. Mostly, it was like Chinatown. Do you know Mott Street in Chinatown? Yeah. In New York? Mm-hmm. Mott Street was like big for Chinese mafia and like the triads. And it was like a big, like fertile ground for like... Asian mobs and stuff like Interesting. that. Interesting. So this was kind of like that crew, and I was so excited. And Philip goes back there and he whispers into this stylo's ear, and this stylo I remember he looks up at me, looks up down, and he whispers back into Philip's ear, and Philip smiles and he comes back to me and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, finally, like I'm gonna have the back that I need. And then he just comes up to me and he goes, um, They said, thanks, but no thanks. And I was like, What? And he was like, sorry, dude, you gotta go home. And I and I ordered the slice of pizza and I to go. To
0: go. (laughs) I'll have it to go. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I got on the bus and like cry ate it on the bus all the way back home.
0: Crying while eating? Yeah. Kimchi pizza? Kimchi pizza. On the bus.
1: Extra salty. Not a
0: ghost shadow?
1: No. Never a ghost shadow.
0: I feel like that is the feeling of junior high in a moment.
1: Just absolute rejection. Just
0: ne- just someone looked at me and was like, of course it's a no. But yeah. you, you're too young to know that it's of course it's a no.
1: And you're like, maybe it's a I yes. mean, in retrospect, my 39-year-old self, like, I I had asthma. You know, like, I'm a chubby, closeted kid. Like, they didn't want me in their gang. Like, I would slow them down. I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: had this feeling, too, when I got to college, my roommate and my my guy friends were all like way fitter than i was Mm. and i was like in a war what would i do like what would i be and i was like i'm the guy that my roommate would carry out Mm -hmm. there i am a bottom again he's running out of the jungle it's vietnam things are blowing up behind it and i'm making jokes to keep morale up
1: (laughs) your legs are blown off but you're
0: just like doing bits i'm doing bits (laughs) yes uh uh That's us. We're the same. That is us. We are the same. So, okay. So you didn't get into the
1: ghost, uh, Uh, shadow ghosts. And that happened to me in freshman year of college again when this AZN... But you wanted to roll with real gangsters? I did. You did? I thought that would like... I don't know. I thought that would bring me... That would give me respect. Or people would be afraid of me. And were you
0: getting troubled enough that you felt like you needed support?
1: I think I was always... Well, yeah, I always felt like I was in danger because you know? of the jumpings on the train. Jumpings on the train and just like being just being a, an Asian high school kid in New York City, like there was always something going on, like some kind of fight was happening. And we only hung out like at Asian bars, Korean bars because wow. they were the only ones that would let us in. So when I was 16, all of my friends decided to get um fake IDs to start going clubbing. Do you remember Wow. Uh, you were in new york for a while right i was yeah there was a place called tunnel and twilo uh-huh. limelight these were all like clubs back in the 90s uh-huh. <clears throat> and all my friends were like 16 years old going to these clubs and i had no i didn't want to go because a like i didn't want to like go pick up girls or you know what i mean so yeah. like i was like and you know it was 150 to get a um fake id so i was like you know what You guys go. I'm going to go to the West Village and go to the comedy cellar. And I would just sit at the comedy cellar and the host would – the manager would let me order two Diet Cokes and sit in the back with my girlfriend Uh, Not my girlfriend, but my friend that's a girl, Genevieve. And we would just sit there all night and watch comics. Shut up. I just got little chilies because I'm like, you found it. I found it. You found it. So early. You didn't go to Tunnel. I didn't go to Tunnel.
0: I went to the cellar. I know this sounds like so unique. It's just me. You're just me in another life, another story, another body. It's just like, where do I fit in? It, It might not have been the same exact uh ingredients. Mm-hmm. But then you find your thing and you go, What the fuck is this? What a what a joy that you found it. Yeah. And this person let you get two Diet Cokes and that's yeah, it. that's it in the back for both shows. It sounds like a time racially it wasn't like expected necess- what I'm saying is you tell me this guy this manager at the club being friendly to a korean kid might might have been like a nice a welcome surprise if other places are booting you out it sounded like
1: yeah i mean i i I didn't i don't know if i ever even thought of that it it got that far i just remember them like being like all right just sit in the back and you know i see don't be sitting anywhere that like paying customers could sit you (laughs) know and um
0: because this is the seller in what, the 90s? 90s, 90,
1: 97. And it's
0: not super hot.
1: No. Yeah. It, even stand up wasn't that hot yeah. yet. Yeah, it was yeah. like the first stand up boom had come and gone after Seinfeld. Right. And then we were kind of writing that like Dave Attell was my guy. Like I would just watch Dave Attell nonstop. <laughs> I thought he was the, <laughs> and I would watch Insomniac Tour. Like I thought he was the most irreverent, yes. funniest, just dirty and nasty and i would being like this good little christian asian boy yeah he was the person i wanted to be yeah he he was
0: a free person he got
1: to say anything he wanted yeah and i was so i was so nervous all the time and scared that like he 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 felt powerful to me of
0: course yeah and i remember dave feeling scary powerful to me like i was like I'd watch Insomniac or whatever it was, and he'd do some intro, like, now we're going to go over here, and then it would do a shot. And I'm like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Yeah, and
1: he's, like, hanging out with prostitutes. Exactly. You know, I'm like, this is the Jesus story I needed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and the tax collectors. Yes. yes that's right. So you were, mm. like, obviously intoxicated by the freedom of I, I was, too. I still am. Mm. Like, Going like everything that you and I as evangelicals was taught to suppress, mm-hmm. these people were shining a light on it, but they were kind of controlling how yeah. they were shining the light on it. But they didn't seem ashamed. No, like now these days when there's something like you have that I don't want to ruin your opener, but you go I'm gay and Korean, which means this body is a disappointment to two groups. <laughs> yeah. Am I saying it yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's something that I would have just been ashamed of, but now you've right. converted it mm-hmm. into something that's bringing you joy. And right. and in another way, kind of bringing you power because now you're controlling, that's what power is. You're yeah. controlling how you're being laughed at, how you're being, how the laughs are happening. Yeah. Instead of the shame based sort of, even God doesn't like me, sort of thing that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so and, you're in the cellar. Keep going.
1: Yeah, I'm in the cellar, and so that became our thing. Me and my girlfriend Jen, we would just do that, and so we would zag, and every all my other like straight friends would go clubbing. Wow. So that's when I like really fell in love with comedy, and that's when I was watching like Margaret Cho, and my mom would be like, "Don't watch her; she's a disgrace to Koreans." Oh wow. Because she was so alt and queer. Yeah. So there's a huge there's a thing with Korean Americans where we don't, we are so hard on each other mm. because it's this thing like that's kind of happening now with the model minority myth and like <clears throat> Asian hate crimes. Like it's all under this umbrella of like trying to be adjacent to white. Mm. And that's like a huge thing that first generation or immigrant Koreans and Asians, oh, I think most immigrants, Tend to like vote against their own interests because of that because they're like, if we're just safe enough and close to white enough, then they won't they'll leave us alone. And
0: to, to not i'm not trying to be funny become ghost shadows
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes you exactly and ghosts are white well, and yeah. they want to be the shadow yeah it's that's like, it. let's just go where the white thing is going and then
1: just be right by their side and just
0: but be, be silent but get all the yeah. go as fast as it's going right. but not, not raise any like a shadow
1: a ghost shadow ghost you're shadow. right whoa cool whoa
0: okay <laughs> okay what happened? Something just happened <laughs> something just happened they didn't even know how right they were in the name <laughs> yeah. that's really interesting when you say that, it sort of immediately makes sense. I I feel like even growing up in Boston, I felt like that was Hmm. clear yeah I, I would hear stories i read it in the new yorker now that i'm realizing like there would be korean families learning english and they would say what's your favorite food from your country and they'd be like mcdonald's yeah, we love yeah. mcdonald's mm-hmm. and it's like no from your country big mac no <laughs> it's yeah. like there is no before. no we
1: don't have country this is our country exactly <laughs> yeah. wearing a
0: shirt that just says usa on it <laughs> yeah i get it
1: that was the play
0: yes and it kind of i don't know was it working
1: I think it was the only play. Yeah, you know, because it's dangerous being different, right? You know, and now with everything that has happened, like our country has really come a long way since I was in high school. Mm. And now, you know, it's imperative that we show people who we are and be completely open about like our ethnicity and blah blah blah, and like embracing Koreanness. But like back in the day, everyone was trying to like. Squash erase it. it, erase yeah. it, yeah. and just assimilate, assimilate, assimilate. Right. So, um, I just never thought, and, and I, that just goes back to Margaret Cho and how we hated on Margaret Cho, and as a community, we hated on Bobby Lee, mm. who who was just too dangerous for the brand, mm-hmm. you know. And even today, like, do you know David Cho, the artist? <clears throat> he has I, his show on FX. It's so funny
0: because I know a David Cho. Yeah. And I remember when David, this guy named David Cho, got really big, and I'm like, "Is that the same David Cho? Was he involved at College Humor at all? Was
1: that a thing? I don't think so. He's okay. like a visual artist, and like, okay, then it's a different um, David. He Cho. paints.
0: I just remember there was a real hustler, like a very like forward-moving guy, and I was yeah. like, I would believe that guy became an artist. It's not him. Maybe it might, it could be him. I, who knows? But, I'm gonna be really embarrassed when I get an email from <laughs> David Cho, and it's like, no, there's another David Cho dipshit. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean that's like Peter Kim. Like, there's so many. Yes, like we Koreans love biblical names, and yeah. we all have the same fucking last name, so yep. like we get lost in the sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But David Cho on on um he was recently saying like everything I do, I just want other Koreans to be proud of me. Wow. But and I, I feel the same way. Wow, but Korean Americans have this thing where like, we, we're like haters. We don't want to be proud of each other, because we're like, "He does that. I could do that. Wow. It's that kind of thing instead of like, "Yeah, let's support." and like we're all together. It's yeah. still this kind of like um, you know, being the only gay one in a lineup, or the, be, being the only POC on a lineup like in comedy. yeah It's still that where like there are still Asian comics I see on lineups, and they won't talk to me. Really? Yeah, because they're like, well, re- you're cool. Let's just stay on opposite sides and like – because everybody else is white on here and like we don't have to be like all – because we're Korean. You know, like – Whoa. It's very that. Because it's competitive. Competitive because you don't want the scarcity model of like there can only be one of us per thing because that's what they've told us. Right. And
0: – I Can I tell you something that I mm-hmm. said about your show, the Just for Laughs uh, lineup that you were on? mm so i do so many shows uh i'll even post like a a show that i'm doing and it's it's what you're saying it's there's always one black guy Mm -hmm. there's always one woman and then there's eight (laughs) white dudes Mm -hmm. and i'm like and i've i've said stuff before to the bookers i'm 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 no hero (laughs) but i'll post it and i'll get comments right people are like what the fuck is going on and i'm like i just don't think these people know necessarily like the mm. bookers don't seem to know they're like operating with an old yeah. operating system yeah yeah then i did our your show last night and every we couldn't have been more diverse yeah it was like the most diverse show i've ever done and it was bam bam bam, bam. i kept waiting not to be dark for someone to bomb to me too i was like someone's gonna bomb.
1: i had never been on a lineup where no one bombed no one bombed that was crazy right uh gay uh all the races yes. transgender, everything transgender everything under the sun there
0: was like one or two, one or two maybe white white men. One, one white man. One white man. Yeah. And I don't think anyone noticed or cared. It was just a fucking hot show. Yeah. And I was like, I said to Val, I was like, I think we saw the future. <laughs> Meaning it's like the people that book these shows, I'm like, they need to see that show. Yeah. I wish there would have been a tape of that show and just been like, Ugh. look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Like, it well, can be done. It can be done. Da- it can be done
1: easily, and people will pay. Yes, that's right. And th- it was people are worried about not being able to make money because they're like, "Who's going to pay for an- two Asians on a lineup?" You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah,
0: very, very stupid and very scary. And yeah. that show, I really think it was the future. It was really exciting. Thanks. And and you were amazing. And you killed. And everybody killed. Yeah. Nobody bombed. I know. I love that you also were like, "Somebody's going to bomb."
1: Truly, because I went second, right? So I was like, "Okay, great." It's and then still hot. I'm, and I'm like watching like the eighth comic. I'm like. Really? No one's going to bomb. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. too. Yeah, and not because I wanted anyone to bomb, but in any show, but people were there's killing, a dip. And people were killing so hard yeah. with their big closers.
0: Uh-huh. And then I was like, somebody's going to come out, and it's going to be rough going, maybe uh-huh. for the first half. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody killed. It was so crazy. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was so special. Okay, so I get it. If... You're, if I, I, I'll even admit that when I'm on a show and there's like another Ophi white guy that's mm-hmm. really tall and kind of his thing is being friendly, it would be hard for me to be like, dude, even dude, if dude, we dude. were friendly, there would be a part of me that would be
1: like, I must crush you. <laughs> and even it was much I'm more, glad that you guys are doing that too. Yeah, now. <laughs> of
0: course. But it was when I was open micing it more. I remember uh, on the open mic in Chicago, I'd see there'd be another tall, friendly looking Ophi guy and I'd be like, He ain't shit. Like, Mm. I'd have to... I'd have to watch him burn. (laughs) And he would. And he would. Yeah. But let's put it this way. I certainly was never mean or scowly, but, like, when
1: they didn't do well, I'd be relieved. Sure. Sure, of course. Oh, oh, thank God. So that's still You know people are, like, kind of comparing you to... Just from, like, how you look. Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And by with that anecdote i can relate to what you're saying 0.01%. like barely barely sure. barely at all. but like yeah. so you're saying there are other asian comedians in la that it's like you still can't
1: be friendly. yeah, it's hard. yeah. and like i don't know why. i wish there was a better coalition of like asian comics just like being there for each other, but right. You know, it's still this like mentality of like it's the white man's game, and we're lucky to be part of it. Right. And I just I hate that. Like you snuck in. Yeah, exactly. You're
0: getting wait. You're waiting to get. You're a stowaway. And if and if the two stowaways are hanging out now, the stowaway mass (laughs) on the boat is (laughs) twice as big. Yeah. So we should stay far. There's a heat signature. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Keep the heat signature low. (laughs) What a nightmare! I hate because comedy's hard enough. I don't have to tell you this. (laughs) It's hard enough. And what's going on? with the phenomenon that like we can either have one asian person mm-hmm. in a movie or it's all asian all people. Asians. like i feel like since we were kids it was that way like white people will either seem to want like one that's okay yeah. or everybody like yeah. crazy rich asians everybody's everybody. asian, that's
1: okay i think one time like maybe in a movie they hired two asians they're like it's an invasion and they're <laughs> Give them their own. You know, like, I think they just like freaked out. We need a rewrite. <laughs> Either all these motherfuckers need to be Asian or one. This is unbelievable. There's no group that looks like this. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> so funny yeah. and heartbreaking, heartbreaking and terrifying. Yeah, it's um, funny. We laugh because it's hard. It's yeah, sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. Okay, so you're watching. Take me through the the career. First of all, mm. what is your mom? Would your mom have preferred. I only I'm singling out your mom because you mentioned her and you talked about her in your mm-hmm. stand-up. So I'm using her as the as the matriarch, yes. watching you and judging your Koreanness. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You're not going to tunnel. Would she have
1: preferred you go to tunnel, go clubbing then to a comedy club? Yeah, <sighs> probably. Yeah, probably. At that point, she was scared. She was Christian. She wanted me to just fit in. Yeah, you know, don't don't be an aberration. Yeah, wow. so probably. Um, She's way cooler now But back then she was like full of fear Oh, I'm glad she's cooler now She's cooler now Oh, that's great Yeah That's super exciting I can't
0: wait to get to that oh. By the way, I also just want to relate Bobby Lee and Margaret Cho both scared the shit out of me too Really? Yeah Wow I think just being Christian Oh, yeah, yeah. Making fun of her, her mom, her mm-hmm. parents and, and Bobby just being A psychopath a psychopath, <laughs> yeah I was really sort of like jostled in exactly the way they were trying to jostle yeah yeah like margaret's tattoos and her sexuality Mm -hmm. and i was just like this isn't right yeah like i was i'm just joining you that was a jarring thing yeah yeah.
1: so you're watching it and when it's in your blood when yeah my mom's telling me don't watch that that's not for you that's not for us so already i was like oh i'm only seeing like black people like dave chappelle or dave attell Or these other comics that are not Asian at Comedy Cellar. And the only people I see on TV are people that I should not be watching. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Christian shame is, like, heavy. So, I'm never considering I could do comedy. It's not a thing for me, right? You, you had no
0: gay on the screen and you had no comedy on the screen.
1: Nothing. Like, there was no you. There was
0: no me. There was no you. Yeah. And that's not exciting. That's not like, oh, good, I can be one of the
1: first. Like, <laughs> no, and to being the first this. sucks. It sucks. It's the worst. It's the worst. You yeah. don't want to be the you gotta first. You got to do all the fucking work. Be the easy third. And you then, want to be first on oh a comedy show. Oh, my God. <laughs> never taken a bullet. Hell go no. No. You had to go first in life. In life. Sucks. Oh. Sucks. It
0: sucks. Will you take the bullet for gay careers? <laughs>
2: are you fucking kidding me
0: and we're gonna sit your mom in the front row just slowly shaking her yeah head no Ugh. and but then thank god in the far back you can kind of see margaret cho giving you a thumbs up thumbs that's up. all you got
1: oh that's all i want that's, that's all you needed yeah okay keep going so uh, you know i didn't see anyone who was doing what i was doing so i was like okay well this is not for me and i decided to go to school and my mom was like just get a job. Just make a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars is the magic number for any immigrant. If you make six figures, you will break out of this place and you will become the American dream. Wow. And you could send money back to me, and we could now we could like lift our family out of po- poverty. So that's what I did. I became like a dutiful son. I moved out to San Francisco um, in two thousand seven. <clears throat> Two thousand seven. I was working for Yahoo then. Wow! So I became a data scientist for Yahoo, and um, that just sounds like a scientist. Scientist,
0: all scientists use data.
1: Um, yeah, you're right. But I, no, I'm not. I can't. Tell I can't me. say scientist. I, I would feel too weird. <laughs> but data scientist was your job title. Yes, but your are it had no science at all. It was oh, okay. just mostly math.
0: Okay. Yeah. You
1: were doing math for math Yahoo for Yahoo, like coding math. Um, And analytics math Okay So looking at um, Data and doing like behavioral models Like all the bad stuff about Instagram now I started that (laughs) That was me By the way, an AZN ruined your life So let's just know that That happened Wow,
0: you got ghost (laughs) shadowed
1: Wow, <laughs> you were kind of at the beginning
0: of Beginnings. like, what can we learn from our users?
1: Yeah, about our users at, on Yahoo, which on Yahoo. now has no users. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm just You were on I don't web know. crawler. <laughs>
0: Web crawler. <laughs> i can't believe i found web crawler up uh, there. you were asking jeeves
1: that's yeah. so interesting was, so you were sort of mining i was mining user data, data and then modeling like okay if they are clicking on this thing searching on this thing and looking at this page for 16 minutes what's the probable lo- logical beha- next behavior Whoa. and we create these models to like our target ads and like i was doing like I had, like, Fortune 500 clients that I was doing these projects for. For example, like, the Yahoo front page. We'd be like, let's run a Capital One ad on the front page and then follow the user through the different places they go to Yahoo and feed them successive down-funnel messages to, like, convert them into a customer. Like, I was doing, like, tests like that. and bringing in millions of dollars whoa, for Yahoo. Whoa, whoa. Not making millions, but like making a shit ton yeah. of money. Yeah. And I was so sad. I was oh, so... Oh, no,
0: Peter, when is the break? I was so sad, <laughs> Yeah, of man. course like, you were,
1: because this is not what you're meant to be doing. It's not what I'm meant to be I'm sending money home. I'm doing the thing. Because you mom, were making your six figures. Making my six figures, yeah. easy, like corporate card, the whole thing, wow, you know? Wow, And one day, my and I'm just like, I, and low key, I went to San Francisco because I was like, if I'm in San Francisco, I'm going to be able to come out because yeah. it's you know it, it's where you it's do a it. Hack. Yeah, it's exactly. A hack thing to do exactly. If you're
0: gay. Go to San Francisco. It's got it. It's like the most expensive cold <laughs> city, yeah. the difficult walking town. Let's throw coming out of the closet into the mix. Yeah, let's add it. <laughs> My rent is (laughs) $9,000. I have to walk up a very, very steep hill to get a coffee. Yeah. And I have to come out of the closet. Maybe the gay would just shoot out of me. (laughs) Yeah, At that point, you're so fed up with the cold weather. You're just like, I'm gay, okay? And no one cares. Everyone's
1: just buying a scarf in California. Well, that's so funny that you say that because I went to – so the way I circled back to comedy is because I was so sad, my friend was like, hey, let's go to this comedy show. And I was like – So people could tell you were
0: sad. Yeah, I was like visibly depressed. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank I you. I hate you getting jumped on the train. I hate this. Because like a melancholy when everyone else kind of thinks you've made it yeah. is one of the worst.
1: It's tragic, it's isn't it? It's the lonely
0: melancholy. Because everyone's like, what are you sad about? Exactly. And I'm like, everything. If someone breaks your heart or something, and, and you, it's almost like easy and everyone understands, but here you are, you're doing literally what your mother, the person mm-hmm. who made your programming told you to
1: do, yeah. and your or your heart's Broken, broken, Sucks. and just like it just empty shelling it, really husking around. Yeah, and I'm 27 at this point.
0: But you're you know? also uh, don't let me put words in your mouth. You're kind of from a tradition that sounds like, and there's lots of cultures like this that are like, yeah, husk it around. Yeah, who fuck? Who the fuck cares? are you? You're not. Yeah your life isn't going to be a work of art. No. Who cares? We don't get that. That's, that's such a, somebody, a friend of mine who's Indian told me that he was Mm. like, that's a very American thing that it's like, I will be happy and easy and light. It's like, this is a collective. Exactly. It's also, by the way, what ruined religion. Religion, uh, not not to jump ahead, we'll talk about God at the end. Yeah. But everything in the New Testament is actually very corporate. It's about a, a yeah. body. And we turned it into like, what are you doing? Individual. And do you go to heaven? Do you go to hell? Exactly. And if you look at it, of course, ancient cultures were so much more about a collective body. Right. But it, here it's biting you in the ass because it's like, Peter, I don't care. You're sending money home. Be a husk. Right. For 10, 20, 30 years. Have some kids, maybe they have a shot at being a little bit less of a husk. Yeah, and in 17 generations, maybe we'll have maybe a happy family. Maybe, Possibly. but that's not really important. It's no. about the brand. Yeah, it's about the family. It's about the the family, the name. Yeah, what a fucking nightmare. It's, it was a nightmare. Like, can we have a moment of yeah. appreciation that you're on a comedy podcast right now and you're on JFL and, and you're and you're a comedian? <laughs> uh, yeah! I mean, that's what makes us so not sad to be talking exactly. to you. If I was still here, I'd be like, can we podcast later? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to therapy. Can we do this in five years? I'm on the hook, man. What happened? Your, your friend sees you're depressed. They say, like, let's, "Let's go." Like,
1: let's go to a stand-up show. And at that point, I've been like working in tech for so long, I haven't even like been to a show in a long time. So I'm like, okay, fine. So let's we go. And you know, of course, I have an amazing time. And at the end, they, the host comes out and says, "We teach classes." And I was like, my friend goes, "Hey, do you want to take this class?" And I was like, "No way." And he's like, come on, you know, like you're funny, I'm funny, let's go. And I was like He wants to do it too. He wants to do it. And he's like Is he Greek? Korean guy? So I was like, if this guy who's like more traditionally Korean than I am wants to do it, I guess I can do it. Whoa. So we sign up, that was a Saturday, come Monday at seven PM during the class, I show up and he texts me seven ten, I can't make it. You're gonna have to do it alone. And I'm like, No
2: God, this is the worst possible (laughs) thing. Except
0: and- it's all hindsight. Mm-hmm. As you're telling the story now, I'm like, of course he didn't make it. Of course. It's like it is it was the, the hero's, hero's journey. journey. Yes. Get the fuck exactly. out of my face. You had unironic <laughs> high five. We had, you had to go over the threshold by
1: yeah, yourself. I had to learn. Wow. I couldn't rely on anyone else. And, Uh, So I stayed and I was so fucking pissed and the teacher was like, this is, you know, these are the types of jokes and whatever. And I was like, not even listening. And then, um, I think at the end of that, it was like a four week session or something. They were like, Oh, you're going to go up on stage and do three minutes of comedy. And your whole thing is to not shit the stage. Like you don't have to be funny. You don't have to do anything. Just don't shit on the stage. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then when, you know, it came around, we were at a bar and it's like eight other comedians sitting there. I just go up there and I'm like sweating and nervous and I get on the mic and I'm like, okay, hi guys. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, just staring at me and I go, well, uh, hi, I'm, I'm gay. And I like say it for the first time in front of strangers and they all look at me and they're like, okay. You're Asian and you're gay in San Francisco. Where would the jokes? Right. And I was just like, oh my God, no one cares. No one it's cares. It's just me that cares. Oh, and it just broke. The
0: Jurassic Park theme song for no Da-da-da reason Swell, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like something cracked in me and i was like it happened yeah and you, you were who you were and the world didn't end the world didn't end and you did it publicly publicly it
0: it had to happen publicly it had to
1: because there was i felt the safety in um, anonymity yeah cuz there was nothing attached to me that i had to like answer for yeah in the room at least so like and then i started coming out over and over and over again at open mics wow. and that's how i got the courage to come out to my friends and family because wow. I had fucking said it nine million times. You crack-
0: Dude, this is what this podcast is for me. It's mm. what stand-up is for me. It's like it's a dry run. Yeah, the yeah. things we've admitted and confessed on stage mm. and on podcasts and stuff is the rehearsal for telling for real life. my mom and telling my dad. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like it's weird. It's like, can I pretend? To like who I am yeah. <laughs> and be okay. Yeah. And when no one notices that you're pretending, you're like, okay, I can be I this. am that. Because you, con- you were conditioned into who you were. Mm-hmm. Like, like TV and media and your family and your neighborhood and everything conditioned you into this thing that isn't even real. It was yeah. just like the majority shareholder of your personality. Yeah. So you have to like rehearse your way into a new one. Yeah. You can
1: just flop it. You can't just, like, one day switch. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't happen that I'm way. okay. People say, like, think, like, oh, you're coming out? All right, you just, like, have a coming out party and you're right. done. It's like, no, you have to come out over and over and over again. Yes. And that brings us back to, like, Will and Grace gays mm-hmm. versus not, like, whatever we said, like, norm core gays or whatever it is. Yeah. There was a point where, like, I remember after I came out, like, I was, people, my gay friends would talk about how, like, Oh, maybe you're like a self hating gay because, like, you don't, you're not flamboyant or you're not, you know, you're not dressing
0: you know, like the gay, a gay pride parade, parade yeah exactly yeah, like yeah. you're
1: not proud to right. be gay
0: there should be a norm course section of the gay pride parade <laughs> yeah just in just like l.l L.
1: bean yeah, and some l.l L. beaners yeah and uh, beaners. Uh, wrangler mean... not beaners <laughs> yeah, yeah i didn't
0: mean it like that i was just trying to be fun people wearing l.l L. bean <laughs> yeah walking down kind of waving mildly they don't look thrilled to be there yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah. like, Oh my ankles hurt. Yeah. One yeah. of them's like, I don't even like brunch.
1: Yeah, I don't dance.
0: <laughs> I don't dance. Yeah. My apartment is very modestly styled. Exactly. But I am gay. I'm gay. We're here. We're all so queer.
1: And I, I I when I was a baby gay, I I was <laughs> I felt bad about not being gay enough. There was always this not gay enough or not Korean enough, not whatever enough. Like you're just not enough of that thing. Yeah. And, you know, obviously. Now that you know, I know about the LGBT struggle and the at the
0: least L the L is L-O-B, right? <laughs>
1: <L-L-G-B-T>. <laughs> The L is yes, catalog yeah. LLB. <laughs> yes, <laughs> gay yes, bi Yes, yes. But yeah, I Which I didn't mean to interrupt. No, or, no, no. What no, were you saying? That's okay. The I, LGBT. I was just saying, like, how because of the struggle, people are people had to be more out. And more in your face about the gayness because it it, it was mandatory. You had yeah. to live out loud. Yeah. Because you had to. You were struggled. You struggled so much. So now that when you're gay, it's like you're you like,
0: pulled the bow back further, so the arrow shoots out faster exactly. and farther. Yeah. And now there there's maybe a little bit less resistance because there's more trailblazers. So it, it yeah. comes out in a different. And way And now
1: we're not just like, gayness or whatever that is like. It's not a monolith, you know. Like, but at first, like anything that's different or countercultural or subversive is monolithic when the culture Mm. writ large looks at it, Mm -hmm. because there's no way to like differentiate, because it's too hard. We're
0: we're just the culture is just accepting a new category; it can't accept subcategories of that category. They're like like Absolute Vodka presents gay. That's right. And that's the battering ram that Mm -hmm. has to be firm and and unified. that can break through the door. And then once we're through, we can be like, okay, you're kind of more normal. It's in the gray, right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind
1: of how I feel about the gender identity revolution is like, you know, these people are like, I was in a pitch meeting and this someone's manager, uh, like a really old school, like horrible person was like shim shim him day blah 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 why do we have to do all that like it's so confusing and i'm like in 2021
0: and i'm like i'm sorry i, I immediately <sighs> cast this meeting in 1980.
1: You no know, for real right It just happened yeah, yeah on like a twa flight or something it's just like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about crazy but you know the i think you know when facebook so came out with my like, dad
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's green lighting yeah, he, oh good i'm glad he bought
1: it <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> shim. It's like the most basic bitch so observation. Basic, him, shim him.
1: them. They. What do I? watch you McCall? Are you gonna marry a turtle now? Exactly like, that kind of shit. Exactly. But the. Uh, I think that like e- even someone who who I consider myself very progressive and open minded, but when um I hear about like all these different gender pr- pronouns, uh, and how to assign or whatever, it's like yeah. At first, there's like. 30 genders is probably too much, but I think we have to have that, like what you said, the battering ram, yeah, of the like, battering ram. let's just get the fucking message through, right. and then let it settle. Right, exactly, you know? for sure. Yeah.
0: Because people get overwhelmed. People are like, if you're going after my dad, <laughs> and what's at, what's at the heart, I think, of is like it's another way for them to be wrong Mm -hmm. and look stupid yeah and to look irrelevant and i think it could be that basic like Mm -hmm. i'm tired like we already had that when when you'd get uh like i think in 1982 people had jokes about getting someone's gender wrong you know like just like mm. I don't mean a transgender person. You'd be like, Uh-oh. I could have sworn it was a woman, woman. and yeah, and that's behind. like everyone's like, ha, that's <laughs> like Ace Ventura, yeah, exactly. Entire movie, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, so I think people are trying. I I don't know. That's that's what I think when I hear someone in my family being
1: like, it's I don't like know when what to like early was it early aughts when people were making like the LGBTQ ABCDEFGHIJKLMNOP like. Hilarious!
0: I can't believe I haven't heard that. That sounds (laughs) minted in my neighborhood. (laughs) That is a Boston joke. A B C D F G H I J K. (laughs) It's like okay. Okay. Did he
1: even? You didn't even put a slant on it. You just fucking recited that. (laughs) Here, it is a lot of letters. (laughs) You're right. Thank you. (laughs) Okay,
0: so you start coming out on stage. I start coming out on stage, and I love it. It's such a great movie moment. It's your movie moment. It's your big sick.
1: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You're
0: coming out on stage.
1: Coming out on stage. But you still have to... Come out to the family and friends. Are you...
0: This is a funny weird thing to say. At, you were actively gay. You weren't closeted gay. You were living a gay lifestyle or you ha- hadn't yet... When you start coming out on stage, had you come out to anyone? No.
1: I came out on stage first before I told anyone. So you, But I even was like being... hooking up with guys. Oh, you were hooking up. Yes. Okay, so they knew.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they were I aware. I hope... I think this guy's gay. Yeah. Two men making <laughs> up. Whoa. Dude, why are you being gay? Though? This guy's
0: so gay. <laughs> like the inner monologue? Yeah. Hardcore sex. This dude
1: is gay. Is this, is this dude fucking gay? <laughs> He's like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> He's sucking my dick, but in a gay way. <laughs> Don't do it so gay. <laughs> oh my god. Um need. <laughs> But yeah, so that really gave me the the practice and the confidence to finally come out to my family. Who'd you go to first? <clears throat> my mom and my brother. You uh, went right to the Mount Rushmore? I had to do it. They um Good for you. Thank you. Band aids. Band aids. Yeah, I had to. I I'm that way. I'm like, bring it. Let's also, go. Also
0: don't live in fear that your kind cousin might leak it to this and it'll get back to your mom. That's 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 even out of your control.
1: And then she's gonna blame me for talking to kind cousin. Exactly. (laughs) Before her. (laughs) Kind cousin (laughs) So how'd that go? Um well I knew it would go bad, so I took them to I took them to this place called B C D. Have you heard of this? B C D there's one in LA in Koreatown, but in New York, I was in New York at that point. Um uh bcd is Dong. it's a a spicy tofu restaurant okay like spicy tofu stews that's their like thing so i took them to a spicy tofu restaurant because i knew she was gonna cry (sighs) so i was like we could just blame it on the spice oh (laughs) so i like had the whole thing planned unbelievably
0: it's it's heartfelt i'm giving a review (laughs) to your big sick movie it was heartfelt and sad, but also really funny. Really funny. It's really yeah. funny. She can blame it on the spice. Yeah. You
1: gave her an out. I gave her an out. Yeah. Wow. And she did cry. And After she...
0: this, did you wait for the soup to be dropped?
1: Of course. Yeah. I had to. And get a few bites. You were
0: putting sauce in her soup. Um, yeah. I have I'm some I'm throwing news. kimchi
1: in there. Like, <laughs> no, mom, you're going to need
0: this. Trust. <laughs> you want to take a bite first? Yeah. Just tell me the Just news. tell me what's going have on. Have a
1: bite. Please no. have one bite. Yeah. Ha- Please eat half of this first. <laughs> Oh my God, but yeah, she did react exactly how I knew she was going to react. She started crying and can I ask uh mm-hmm. here's when you break up with someone, you say,
0: we need to talk mm-hmm. what do you, what is the opener that sets the table for the coming out? I have something to tell you uh, I have some I, news.
1: I have something to tell you yeah. um you might want to sit down, yeah, you might want to take a big slare for the bra
0: yeah. <laughs> and then you just said did you just flat out say i'm gay
1: yeah really yeah okay and she said what and i said i'm gay and she goes no 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 wait what what do you mean you can't be gay and she was like in you could see it like her head she's like spinning the wheels going wait but he never but i thought oh no no girlfriends Oh, you know, she's She's like doing doing the math. math.
0: She was doing gay math,
1: (laughs) yeah, gay retro math, yeah. She's like going through the, she's solving for x. Did you? you Did any part of you go like?
0: Because if if I were you, mm. I would start acting more birdcage in front of your mom just to kind of
1: grease the wheel. See, I would have done that, but I was living in SF and she was living in New York, so I was not seeing her that often. Right. Right. So like unless I sent her pictures of me in like Carnival, you know, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, but it's also having to leave hints to a loved one. To like crap, it's tragic. Yeah. So much of this has been like really funny, but also super at painful. it's painful. It's super painful. Yeah. To go, like, how can I grease the wheel to tell them who I am?
1: Make sure she doesn't take her love from me. That's right. Yeah. Horrifying.
0: But yeah. uh, yes, okay. But like a breakup, I would, I would. With a girlfriend that I wanted to break up with, I'd like you know, it's almost a version of like trying to get them to break
1: up with you. So you're like dropping to them.
0: Like being mean or just kind of being aloof or whatever it might be, but it never works, and then it's still a surprise when you break up with them and you're like, But I tried to like I
1: should have like said some bitchy stuff about her outfit or something. Exactly.
0: (laughs) You could have Joan Rivers. You're gonna wear that?
1: Yeah. And she goes, Oh my god. God, He's gay. gay.
0: But in that moment, she's doing the gay math. Yeah. Was there any part of you that
1: was like, come on? No, because I was pretty good at keeping it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Since, like, high school, I was just really terrified all the time. Yeah. So I was really good at, like, not – and, you know, being a comedian, I was always deflecting and always making jokes. So, like – yeah, it was just like see, soft
0: boys and gay boys. I mean, you had to come in both ways. I feel like my sense of humor was developed in a large part because I was always the, the biggest kid in the class. You mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you were working like you had two Ankles. or three lines of oh, defense yeah. potentially. It was tiring and you're a science kid, <laughs> <laughs> so you have like classic nerd, pudgy, gay Asian dude. Of course, you're hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's
1: no, it's no wonder.
0: Okay, so she's she's
1: darting around, going no, 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 no. Yeah, you can't. And then- she's like crying and i'm just like looking around going like this is spicy it
0: would have been so funny if you look over and at the table next to you someone is also coming out
1: oh no and
0: you could just give them like a finger gun no i would have been like get
1: out of here there could only be one
0: like a comedy lineup only one coming out
1: yeah so and my my brother reacted exactly how i thought he was gonna react he was like oh okay oh that's great cool like he was just like not phase at all. That's great. Yeah. That's sort of, I mean, it's
0: just pretty close to the best case scenario. Best case scenario would be, we love you. That's amazing. There's a
1: hot guy I want you to meet.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you forgive me? I watched so many. I did both new faces. Did you have the bit about where are my straights? Did you ask? I think I don't think it was <laughs> no. you. There was a gay guy who had a great bit where he was like, where, where are the straight people? I have somebody... That I want you to meet. I'm going to set you up at a wedding. Uh, <laughs> like like what people always do to gay people. Anyway, I, fr- no. I forget who it was. Um, so your brother took it, you know, a, B, a solid B. Yeah. He did a solid B. Yeah, and your yeah. mom is, is not doing Failing. so well. Yeah. <laughs> did he swoop in to help?
1: No. He was just like, because uh, he, he's like super straight boy. Like, I don't like emotions or, oh, this is weird. <laughs> and um, so I walk into the train and then she gives me a hug. Okay. And then she says, I just need time. Not bad. Yeah. And I walk her to the end train. She goes home. Three days later, much like Christ, <laughs> I, she, she takes me to the airport to go back to SF. And it's like dead silent the whole time. And I'm like, oh, God, Jesus. this is so uncomfortable. But I know that I'm going back to SF. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if my mom's going to be mad at me, whatever. Like, I'm leaving. You're also the one sending money <clears throat> home. Hello? Her. You know what I mean? Like, Hello? you got a Prada bag, bitch. Like, what the fuck are you crying about? <laughs> and uh, I bought her a lot of, like, nice bags. Say it right. Your gay ass bought her a lot of My nice gay bags. Ass. That's what you say to her. It's <laughs> yeah. like,
0: this gay ass bought <laughs> you a, a lot of nice bags. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who got you that Gucci? <laughs> this homo. <laughs> but, like, and she, cause she was always the poor one and her friends would, like, ha- carry nice bags and she would always have, like, a fake Fendi bag that didn't have the f it was a e oh no you know what i mean yeah. like those like chinatown bags that are no. like sold for 10 for 20 or so whatever yeah, yeah so she's always so i'm always like trying to make her look good in front of her of friends, you know yeah especially because she has to break the news that i'm gay right. so i'm like get her a lot of bags <laughs> something we she could also be proud of taste of in bags might have been a- <laughs> hello <laughs> i know that's a stereotype easy joke easy joke no but seriously they were nice <laughs> and <laughs> So it was like silent back to the airport to JFK. And then... I'm I finally- on this.
0: You have to write this movie. I have to. You have to. Yeah. If you want, I'll it's just definitely. tell you what the beats are. And you can, okay. You can I'll just... It I don't know. Because it's there. Anybody <laughs> it's there. listening to this would know that you have the movie.
1: I haven't even told you about my dad.
0: OMG. But, I kind yeah. of was like, I guess dad's dead. He is. He is. But it was like a weird I situation. Can't. We're going to get to it. We'll get to we'll it. We'll have to get to it.
1: But yeah, my mom... Uh, I got out of the thing at the gate so I go alright bye and then she she just says okay and then she turns around in like super like Korean drama moment she turns back around she goes Sumbina my Korean name and she never calls me by a Korean name. It's always Peter. And I'm like, I get like the chills off my back. Of like,
0: course. Ch- I legit had the chills. I didn't even... When you're like, that's my Korean
1: name. Yeah. Oh, get and, out. And then I turn around and she starts crying and hugs me. And she goes, this must have been way harder for you than it was for me. And I'm sorry. Shut up. And then i crying for four hours on the plane all the way back. Of course. And... Um, oh, God. I think six months later, I told her I was a comedian and then she fucking lost it really <laughs> again you, she was like what I, do you mean you're doing comedy i'm like i think i might quit yahoo and do comedy and she was like what the fuck she like she freaked out even more about me doing comedy than me being gay really yeah i kind of get comedy's it Comedy's a
0: choice right exactly <laughs> you can't yeah. blame it there's no comedy gene yeah. we haven't isolated the comedy gene. <laughs> not yet I bet you could. It's uh, bullying and uh, <laughs> yeah. a good genetic uh, trauma. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, survival instincts, acute survival
1: instincts. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you tell her, and she flips out even more. Yeah. I don't know where to go. We go to your dad, or we keep on the on the comedy. Let's train. keep
1: going because there's a good point. Too. Okay, hit it. Yeah, I don't Bring want to talk your about dad. that too much. I understand. Because yeah. he's your dad. He's my dad, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm just kidding. Like dads are, dads, are, especially I feel like for boys, dads are big, big topics. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, my homeboy Richard Rohr just told me, he's like, because I wanted a daughter, we have a daughter, he's like, it's always the parent of the same gender that, that damages the kid the most. Oh. and that And so he was like, so you were probably afraid of having a son- and you, he was—he just saw right through. He was like, so you were praying for a daughter, weren't you? Were you? He was like, and I was. Oh, wow. And I never knew I because I was like... But he was like, but then there's also probably a part of you that wants a son because you think maybe you could do it right. Do it over again. Yeah. Um. And, I, and my dad did a great job, but it's still going to happen. It, yeah. it, I mean,
1: we always say they did the best they could. And yeah. uh, okay, keep going. Um, On the comedy track. You tell her she track. flips out. <clears throat> she flips out. And at that point, it's 2012. So... I had already started um, a little improv company called Endgames Improv. And because I did UCB in New York, mm-hmm. I would fly back and forth from New York. Oh, cool. To take UCB intensive classes. Wow! Because I was like, there's nothing like this in SF, so like I have to learn. Good for you. Yeah, and I was it was on the corporate card anyway, so I was like, I'm gonna go see a client, and I would just go do like two weeks. Of Even UCB better. Classes. It was great. Yes, it was awesome. Knife between your teeth. Yeah. Pirate rope
0: swing to the other ship. Yeah. Take a few classes. Go back. That's exactly. Fucking it. That's
1: it. Yeah. Good and I started you. doing that in 2010. For so for two years, I was like, I started stand up, but someone was like you're a little uh you're a little stiff on stage maybe try uh improv so that's how i got into improv and then i just that was a good friend that's like telling somebody they have bad breath it's like
0: (laughs) it's not easy you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. To, I have a I have somebody that I'm close to. With I'm like, when am I going to tell them that there's a situation? About the there's a situation. I, when are you going to tell them? The breath is so personal. It's though. so it's like saying you're rotten from the inside. <laughs> exactly, something's rotting in you. You're yeah, dying, you're incurable, and everyone knows. But the reason you feel like you have to tell them is like anyone you're going to date is going to know and yeah. it's going to be an issue oh, unless your pheromones are exactly what they like and they actually kind of like the way it stinks yeah it some people like a them. stinky thing maybe yeah. maybe yeah so you uh w- how did we get there um <laughs> how did we get to so i start i, I yes. started a
1: long form companies because there was nothing like it in, in sf yeah and then once i started that we were doing like friday night shows at 10 o'clock in union square like barking from 8 to 10 every day oh, out wow. there like Truly like Las Vegas stripper barking, you know, like one person on every corner. And it was a free show. And we started out and people kind of started showing up. And then one day, like a couple of months in, there was a guy from Yelp who came and he was like a secret shopper or whatever. And turns out he was like a senior editor of Yelp. And he loved the show so much. He put us on the front page of Yelp as the number one nightlife pick. And it went from like 10 people at the show to lines out the door, like hundreds of people. Overnight. Jesus, yelp me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yelp me, please. Yelp me, Jesus. (laughs) Yelp me, Jesus. So it was like an overnight success and I immediately became like, this is not real. Like, I'm not that good. We're not that good. What the fuck is this? So it it just started growing, growing with classes and shows and more shows and more shows. And I was like, "Uh, I can't. And so I just handed the company over to a friend and i was like i need to go to chicago i'm gonna quit my job and i'm gonna go to chicago to see if i really can do this wow so i moved to chicago when i was 30 in 2012 quit my job said goodbye to the career whoa yeah i took five weeks in europe
0: you signed the contract to quit with your mother's tears (laughs) (laughs) the quill of your mom's tears here we are took back all her bags of course
1: I was like, I, I need really to, want I need you to, to feel find that.
0: these. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> wow, this is brave. This yeah. is Joseph Campbell shit, man. Uh, You're was, crossing over so many thresholds. It it I can't keep crazy. count. You quit.
1: I quit. Yes. And I went to Chicago, enrolled in I.O. Get and out. We have a lot of similarities. Second City. Yeah, you did Chicago too, right? I did.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, just different order. I just went there first.
1: Oh, right, right. Yeah. So I did all that and um, I started touring with Second City and then did their resident stage. And, you know, after a while. You did ETC. ETC, yeah. Yeah, That's right. And then after a while. After after you do that.
0: When you said you used to fly to New York just to Mm -hmm. take the classes, I used to fly to Chicago just to watch the Second City shows. From Boston? Yeah, from Boston. Wow. When I was 22.
1: Really? Or
0: 21, actually.
1: Whoa. And Who was on stage then?
0: It was, um, I remember Kevin Dorff was in it. Okay. And I remember uh, Rich Talgrove. Okay, Rich Talgrove, Rich Talarico, Rich, Rich Tempesta, no. Talarico, uh, It's yeah. Talarico. Yeah, yeah. And right. I was obsessed with him. Oh, yeah. Obsessed with so Rich Telerico. and he went to Mad TV as a writer, I think, because I was really I that's right. interested in his career. Uh, because when he, I watched him improv, I'd stay and that improvise at midnight and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was, I bought shoes like him. Like I had a real, like really? crush on him. Wow, he was your comedy hero. He was my comedy hero because he, yeah, kind of like a goofy looking, not super goofy looking, but I could see myself in him tall, but so funny. I still remember some of the things he said became things that I would say just to be funny. One of them was, He was improvising and and then a 50-foot Jesus with laser beam eyes. And just my whole life, I've said a 50... I'm sure there's me saying it on this podcast. I got it from him singing like one improv song. And when he said a 50-foot Jesus with laser beam eyes, (laughs) I just lost it. Now, because we're in comedy, I'm like, that's not like the craziest line in the world, but I couldn't believe it came out of a human being's face. So you did ETC. I saw an interesting thing that you left ETC because you were being like heckled and stuff. Is that right? Yeah, it was... um which was another heartbreaker
1: uh, he yeah i mean it was right when um oh god this was like 2015 into 2016 when like maga was really rearing uh mm. its ugly head and people were like crossing you know how like in theater like or even in stand-up if someone grabs you from the audience that's like a no-no you know like touching you like it wasn't just heckling it was like they were really like treating us like objects and our Wait, touching. Yeah. I you got, got like touched? slapped. Yeah. Not on the face, but like on the ass. Like I, yeah, I know
0: what you mean. I'm only saying this to relate the times when I would do like a, a like meet and greet after a show. Mm-hmm. I remember these bikers came up to me and I had a lot of bits about like I'm not, uh, like I had a bit about how I like to stand like a pregnant woman Mm. and how everybody thought I was gay because I stood that way. And I was like, I'm not. I like having sex with women and standing like this. About the same. So they're all kind of like, I don't know what you call them, but they're not like standard straight guy jokes. They're kind of like in that more inclusive way. And because of that, like bikers would grab my dick in the picture. What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm smiling for a picture. Some guy in a leather vest is grabbing my dick and I'm like... What the fuck is this shit? Jesus. So, stuff like that, because you're playing gay characters or like reading gay yeah. or, or talking They're about being to, gay. They're trying to like
1: dominate you or like yeah. emasculate you. That's right. Yeah.
0: The, this guy is the representative of, of that type of thinking, and look, yeah. I can grab his dick.
1: Yeah. And I did the first, I was the first Asian man on stage at Second City in 61 years. Wow. wow. So, it was already crazy. Wow. And there was a lot of stuff, like organizationally, it's like. <sighs> This happens a lot in, like, Hollywood and other places institutionally where they're like, we're liberal people. We want to do well, but they end up doing the least possible. Mm. And they're like, oh, it's too hard. Like, for example, like, my understudy was a white kid name. Um, I forgot what his name was, but he was, like, a Chicago white dude. Kim Peter. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not cool, guys. No, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> this feels personal. <laughs>
0: You had to go on the yellow pages for that one. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not okay. And, and so they you went had to the white, white pages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, not Faser. just me. Like, we had two black women on our cast, and they were like, "We don't know any black women, so can you find your own understudies?" No. Like, can you go to the south side and just find some? <sighs> like that. Like, literally, came out of producers' fa- Like, the, and when they were saying that, this is the horrible part, Pete. Is that they thought they were doing the right thing. Right. So it's like. Because they've never had us in their building, right they're like, oh, you're being too difficult, like our white men don't complain, like, yeah, you have twenty understudies for them, right, so he can be sick whenever he wants, so right. it's like little stuff like that where it's like, oh it's definitely not equitable, wow. you know, and we started complaining, and they were like. Shut up! Stop complaining! And then it was a lot.
0: Were there any sketches where you were playing like someone with a heavy Korean accent that the white guy <clears> had to <throat> step in and be like, "I guess
1: I can do this now"? <laughs> no, like, no, not not in an accent. But I was doing like a scene called drag where I was like getting in, like I, it was lights up on me, like finishing up my eye makeup, and I was in full drag, hmm. and I was like, "It's uh, it's you know time to go out to the you know to my birthday," and then the scene is about a straight white guy going trying to like dress up as a joke and me saying like that sucks you know and mm. that was the scene but because i'm in drag and like full like i have a rap dress on and everything like people would yell like faggot and like shit like that from from the audience people and who bought a, ticket. bought a ticket and the house managers would I, never deal with them or really ever like in stand-up i feel like because we have a microphone and because we have we don't have that fourth wall, yeah, you could address someone directly. That's right. And then get the audience to like get on your side. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like heckle but back.
0: But if you're stuck in a piece, yeah, you're doing scene work. What are you gonna do?
1: I can't just like break the scene and go like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" Wow. And, and there was one point where I looked out to the audience, and there was like an improv. you know, how they do like improv games mm-hmm. in the like couch. The improv games, they'll be like, "Sir, what's something that annoys you?" Uh, uh you know, whatever. Some, what's something that small that annoys you? And then we'll take that and do like a thing. Sure. This guy was sitting next to a, a Mexican couple, and you like. Sitting too close to a Mexican. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. And I told the house manager, like, kick this fucker out. Get the fuck out of here. And the house manager literally looks at me and goes and just shrugs. He shrugged. Shrugged. You got shrugged. and that I got shrugged when I literally broke the fourth wall and said, kick this guy out and cuz the mexican couple next to them were like so like like shook and not of feel course. and i'm like what the fuck you're making them feel horrible in a comedy show and this guy's like fucking drunk on a saturday afternoon you know so like oh that was the last straw for me where i was like oh you're not treating us equally and you're not even listening to us when we ask for help so i can't keep working here and expect different you know, a response from you. yeah. And the whole show ended up blowing up and we're not even in the 50th anniversary book. Like, they took us out. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Peter. Yeah, it sucks.
0: I'm so sorry. It sucks. For, the, like, every step of the way, there's been something that's just breaking my heart. And I just, yeah. I, I want you to know I hear it and I hate it.
1: Oh, thanks. It really stinks. But yeah, it, it's, you know, you know who Chris Red is? Yeah. <clears throat> he was on etc and he came back for a thing and i remember when this was happening with me and the whole cast he was like dude it gets way worse in hollywood you're gonna have to figure out how to deal with it and i was like really and it was a piece of like sage advice of like pick your battles you know because like Mm -hmm. whatever you think you're going through it at second city like it's tenfold when you go and is it (laughs) yeah peter yeah of course welcome
0: back to illuminate a white guy
2: (laughs) And, Wait, is, is it, it? Is it hard? But it wasn't right.
0: <laughs> I'm licking an ice cream cone. No, you wouldn't believe the type of shit like notes we hear. It's fucking crazy. Give me an example. Illuminate. I hate. I know. I. <laughs> somebody else on the show was like, "Oh, I won't quote his bit." Anyway, somebody had a bit about how it's not people's job to explain to white people, but like because it's a podcast and a lot of people are listening, give us a sense. Like stupid
1: shit. Like. Um, like, I, I would write some someone without an accent, and they'd be like, shouldn't this person have an accent? And it's like, no, I'm trying to break that. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, truly, I, I don't think any of these kind of, like, up from top-down stuff, like the, like, institutionalized kind of racism thing, doesn't happen because they are bad people. I think it's happening because they are lazy, mm-hmm. and people just don't want to quote get it wrong mm. and that i think that's pervasive in all all of the industry It's like everyone's so scared and, every, and right. everyone it feels like everyone's like oh i, I don't want to i can't lose my job right and this is how it's been done for 15 years so i can't be the person that steps out of this and tries something new right like an asian person well without this is an why accent. you, you want to be tyler
0: perry exactly because
1: yeah. i don't want to fucking have to do this over and over again yeah i've done it so much that like i'm tired
0: I I don't know what Chris told you, but the I've been in situations where, or, or actually, people have told me about situations where the note is more energy, and what they really mean
1: is be blacker. Absolutely, yeah, more that energy. Is, yeah, more energy. Oh God, yuck. <laughs> and you can get it two ways: more gay. gayer. I've gotten gay. gayer because yeah. recently I got a um, audition for. Do you know that show, Queer as Folk? Yeah, I've heard of it. Back in the day, it was on, and now it's rebooting. Mm. And th- it was for a character. The see the sides are literally a character having sex with his boyfriend while on Facetime, mm-hmm. and like really like saying dirty talk to the boyfriend and t- and sh- showing the Facetime. That they're having sex and the guy I'm having sex with is like talking. It's like a kind of a funny scene, but like I'm being very sexually aggressive mm-hmm. in the scene. And and I, and I told my reps and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I almost threw up reading the sides. Like, I can't. There's no way this is me. Like, right. to be this person who's this sexually explicit. I'm pretty like." Yeah. low key you yeah. know yeah i'm not that good of an actor i trust me like my range right. is tiny right. you know like right. right i'm not gonna be able to do this thing right nor do i want to but you know how it goes like it's like they're just checking boxes is he lgbtq is he asian pacific american then submit you know right. and it's right. like you should know that that's not something i'm going to be right doing yeah you no know? i understand
0: like, and that is a courtesy i would think would be extended first to me before it would be extended <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm just acknowledging. Let's put it on the table. Yes. Yeah, someone would go. I don't think he would do that.
1: Yeah, 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 But it's for me. They're like, oh, whatever. Like, how many things are out there for him? So, like, let's just send him everything. That's what it feels There's like. A lot of breathing through the teeth in this episode. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry to do this to you. No, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not having more conversations like this because it's so easy to just keep coasting on the lazy river of privilege. I'll yeah, tell you that of right now. It's fucking dumb and stupid. Um, okay, well, it's always the episodes where Val needs to... She's like, please be done at 12.30. Oh, I yeah, to we gotta go. wrap up. I just accidentally opened the app Caviar. I don't know how I did that. Um, just a shout out to Caviar. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to order Pine and Crane and there's only one app that <sighs> delivers it... Caviar. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Caviar.com slash weird. That doesn't exist. Um, okay. We can either, we have uh, 17 minutes. Perfect. We can talk about God or we can talk about your dad. What's the difference? Am I right?
1: Ooh, Father, your Lord heavenly Jesus. father or your, or your <laughs> earthly father. God, father, Lord. Um, let's talk about God.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. You just reminded me, I'm being from Boston. I went to a Korean church my my bible not always but like i've been to korean worship services mm-hmm. and had a lot of uh asian pan asian friends mm-hmm. and when you just went father god lord i went to mustard seeds that was our christian group and there was a girl in there her last name was Suh, s u h i don't know if you can korean it's korean mm-hmm. and she would we always used to i think i don't know if she was in on the joke but everybody in the group sort of enjoyed how she prayed oh my god and she prayed like this and she'd go and lord and help us be better people, Lord. Everything ended with Lord <laughs> question mark. And we always would go, and Lord, Lord? And Lord, Lord, Lord? It's so even that was, but she was funny. Anyway, okay, tell me everything. Uh, you were raised evangelical. Yeah. Uh, and um, did you deconstruct? Where are you
1: now? Where am I now? Um, did you get the whole package? You're going to hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. the uh, The hell house hell house hell forest where they would jump out of the woods and scare us and be like don't get abortions you know shit like that You did that? Yeah I, I was led through that I didn't I was never part of the theatrical crew
0: Yeah Yeah They didn't know if you were ready I don't know if he'll say these filthy sex gay things (laughs) like
1: they they knew. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Peter would do that. No, no, no. That's not him. So you
0: literally went to the scare houses. Scare houses. I was— I am so sorry. Oh, you didn't do that? That's a trauma. No, I watched that movie, and I was like, at least we weren't that. Oh, it was super traumatic. Of course we were like— you poor thing. Oh, like, thanks. for real. <laughs> Everybody that had to go through that as a young person, and, and even the people that had to do that,
1: yeah nobody won. I grew up really fast, I think, because of all that, and being, like, gay and in, in Flushing and all that. But it was very that, like, you're going to go to hell if you do everything, you know, anything, really. Mm. And gayness was definitely, like, on the top of the list. Um, there was a lot of, like... Um, did you ever do like speaking in tongues and stuff like that? Not a
0: lot of us did it, but a few of us did. I really wanted to do it.
1: Oh, me too. Because
0: people were like, you go to hell if you can't do it. Oh, really? That's what somebody told me. And I was oh. like, oh, how about a yabala, How about Did you fake it? I would never fake it. I faked it. I would never. You faked it. I faked it. it and this girl you.
1: next to me, Esther, she looks over and she was, because it was a room full of 12 year olds, like, everyone's praying. And then the password would out. I want a Honda shit about a Yamaha.
0: I shit about a Honda, not a Yamaha. Shit about Honda, not a Yamaha. Yamaha, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how you get started. Shit about a Honda, not a Yamaha. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. And
0: Esther looks at you and goes, "You're faking it." Yeah.
1: Shut and up. I was so ashamed. Like I was ashamed within the shame bubble of, like there were so much like layers of like you're not a good Christian enough. You're faking this. And yeah. I was obviously, I was probably not saying, I was probably being a really bad faker. So she looked over and was like, "Come on." You're not making a joke out of this. Hilarious? This is a gift of the spirit, Peter. Get out of my face. (laughs) So I grew up with all of that. I was like on the corners, like with the signs, like you're going to hell if you You don't- You were? Oh, yeah. I was that kid. I'm so sorry. I know. I was just
0: thinking about- the Fred Phelpsies. I know you're not quite a Fred Phelpsies, obviously. That's a very extreme thing. Yeah. But I always... Uh, the kids. The kids. The people that are raised into it. I'm like, you have no chance.
1: I wanted to... I wanted to belong somewhere. Yeah. You know? Of course. And I was so... I wanted... I drank it up. All of it. Me too. All of the like, story. Yeah. God's approval. Yes. Yeah. You know? And I think because of that, I struggled with the gay thing for so long because... I was told that like we all had to struggle, and you know, and I was like, "This is my cross to bear." It's your cross to bear, and you know, and I just have to live this life and just keep looking at women, just keep trying with women. You yeah, know? my God. And I did. I had girlfriends. Yeah, and poor girls like had yeah. to live. To Unless me. they were just like, I just need somebody to coast through too. Yeah, right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Whoa. so it was that, and then even in college, like my friends would go to like Sunday service, and we'd be like fucking drunk and hungover and doing keg stands till six a.m. Mm. And then on Sunday, people were like, "All right, gotta go to church," because it was like a community thing, right? Right. And I think in college, uh, it I started kind of like going, I don't know about this. Like this just doesn't. Not, none of it feels right. Yeah. There's so many people telling me different things like people are like you can't do this versus you can do this versus like don't ask because god's working in mysterious ways and that's like the catch-all right Right. yep it's like don't question god right 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 (laughs) and like in college i read this book called i i don't know if you'd ever heard of this it's called god um a biography Uh -uh. by jack Miles.
0: Shouldn't it be by God? Oh, it's not an autobiography. It's not, a, it's not, an, auto- it's not bi- an autobiography. God, a biography by Jack Miles. Okay. You
1: would love it. Yeah. I actually talked to Kevin Dorff about this. The only conversation I've ever had with Kevin Dorff, because uh-huh. he had read the book twice. Really? You would really love it. It's like, um, it's super dense, but it's looking at God in the new, Old and New Testament of the Bible mm-hmm. and breaking down. Sorry, the real God. The real. Yeah. yeah the one, the real God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. And how um and analyzing him as a narrative figure instead mm-hmm. of a like a, a figure out of like a spiritual magical text. As a a work of literature. Yes. Yeah. And he breaks down how the god you see throughout the old testament are amalgams of different gods. Mm. In, you know, Yahweh versus El versus all you know, all these different like pronunciation of Different gods of different um, cultures that have been, you know, kind of like basically like colonized into like one God. Mm. And then the New Testament God being completely different God mm-hmm. and how like they link it through like these Jewish prophets or whatever, but it's essentially a brand new religion, but mm-hmm. because they needed. Something to bridge, like it's been bridged over. And that's why there's so many inconsistencies in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that book really was like the start of me going, okay, I have to like break this everything down.
0: It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, that, Brian uh, Murarescu, my friend, wrote this book about psychedelics being in the origins of Christianity. Mm. And why I'm mentioning it, I don't have to plug his book. It's been a bestseller for like nine years now. It's called The Immortality Key, though. And They're talking about how, like, to get pagan people and pagan people just means not in the city, uh, with their pagan religion to come into this new religion, they had to tie Christ to Dionysus Mm -hmm. and to like hint that some of the same it's what happened, it's why Christmas is uh, December 25th and all these are to go with the solstices and all this stuff to say, like. Hey, uh the best parts of your faith will still be represented in this faith because we need butts and seats. Yeah. Kind of, but, or we want to include you. Right. And include the culture. So when I look at the evolution of the character of God throughout the, the Bible, I was actually just thinking about this today. What you're seeing is the progression of a of a human life. Mm. Like it starts with purity codes, an angry drunk dad upstairs who's gonna beat your ass. And that's what we all kind of start with. Like it's this kind of basic version of fear-based hell house stuff. Yeah. And then later it should evolve. Like that's what your, your life should look like mm. because when you're a kid, it's, it's hard to just be like, it's all good, man. You kind of need like, or, or it looks structure, like structure right. helps mm-hmm. when you're
1: young. Anyway. So you read that book and it, it, it shocked in college. It, it, shocked, it shocked me. And I started, and that also helped me come out too. Cause I was like, well, if none of it is real, then I can start, like, picking up the pieces I want.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: That's great. And you needed that. Yeah.
0: Like, you needed, like, a steam valve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was, like, a, a very, like, a holy thing to go, like, can we poke some holes in this because I need to let some steam out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's great. And do you have any feeling now towards a, a reason? Like, something's happening. Yeah. Because we're in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you have any framework for that now? of what's happening right now. What story you tell yourself, like what's happening, why
1: it's happening. It's interesting. I, I, uh, do you, have you done acid? Mm -hmm. Okay. So (laughs) I was doing a music festival. I was doing comedy at a music festival. It's called symbiosis gathering. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's like an afterburner festival. Like, after Burning Man, people are like, I haven't had enough. So they go, <laughs> they go do it like another weekend. <laughs> uh, wow. So, you know, that was good. It just wasn't quite intense enough. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. So, it's like art installations and all the stuff that you see at Burning Man. Yeah. Um, but a friend of mine was booking that and he was like, Come do a comedy set. We'll set you up, whatever. And there's 300 people and it's all like very, like, Bedouin hippies who like all work at Google, you know what I mean? And they're all like sitting there and and I was like, Hey, what's up? You dirty hippies. You ready to party? And they're like, yeah, it's like, who the fuck has acid? And then some guy comes over with like uh, an Altoid. And I was like, yeah, all right. Fully knowing there's acid on it. I'm like, how do I know there's acid on this? You know? And this other guy like just jumps out of the tree and he like puts a (laughs) dropper on top of the acid It's a double acid. Double acid. And I'm going, oh, fuck. And I look at that, the audience, audience is like, take it, take it, take it. I was like, you want me to take it? And I'm just like. Have you done it before? First time ever get
0: the shit out of here so i eat it
1: get the shit out of here look at katie's face get the shit. first out time of here. ever double acid double acid this motherfucker you did double acid double <laughs> and i, first I was part. fucking like peer pressure because i was like yes. I, I made it I, I made a fool out of myself
0: you know i was like i can't tell maybe it was the best way to do it like having I a think- lot of people <laughs> chanting
1: like yes yes, yes
0: do it. it might be good I, you tell me I don't, you had the trip
1: i took it and then it, the first 30 minutes of it on setting i was like it really felt like i was like going through membranes of like different universes i was like whoa this is so cool and then all of a sudden the like geofractaling happens and then everything's like bur, 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 and then i my, i was like stuck on stage no no no. this You're was off. after the show thank god and my other comedian friends are like all right we're done like let's go back and i was like i can't move And they're like what the fuck do you mean you can't move and i'm like just leave me here and i'm like standing in the middle of this festival frozen frozen i'm like just leave me and they're like all right so they got on the bus and leave and what I,
0: who are these friends
1: <laughs> assholes other asian comedians
0: right? <laughs> yeah. like
1: one more down
0: yeah. <laughs> less
1: competition let's go the
0: asians <laughs> other azns baby
1: (laughs) so you stay in the field i stay in the field and i see my world starts like fractaling in front of me and i'm like oh no what's happening and all of a sudden it goes like you know like those old school tvs when you turn off and it would just go boom it was like that and then it was reality went dark black and i was cold and i was like oh i'm dead and i i i i knew i was dead you know what I mean? Like I yes. knew that like I personally didn't exist anymore. You had an ego death. I had an
0: ego death. By the death. way, the opening line of this book which you should read it's called mm-hmm. The Immortality Key is if you die before you die you won't die when you die. So the whole I understand
1: that. Yeah. Pete, tell me everything. I understand that. Tell me everything. So it was because cold. you survived death, Peter. I I died. You died.
0: I effectively and you were resurrected. died. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a mitzvah. It's the luckiest thing that could have happened Did that ha- Has that happened to you? I haven't had an ego death, no. Okay, double acid on an Altoid, yeah. let me tell you. And you went into the cold, dark place. And what is your brain? Are you panicking or are you just no. sort of like, I'm dead? Peace.
1: Peace. Complete peace. Peace. Cold. Look at the universe loving you. Yeah, it was it like. Goes, it's okay. Holy
0: shit. You're dead. It's okay. And you're like, oh, okay.
1: And then right when I was like, okay, it went. And it opened back up again, and I I could see, I could hear, and I was like, my brain was alive or whatever, my soul. And ever wow. since that, and then the whole night was fucked up. But like, fucked up bad. Yeah, yeah. I was like wandering into different tents, and people were like, "Have some tea," and people, you know, they're like rubbing my back. <laughs> Oh, that sounds perfect. It was great, but like it was t- tripping for twelve hours. Yeah, you know. After that, that's the tricky thing about LSD. So it's so long. I want just like a DMT style, like quick.
0: Yeah, thing, you know. Although on DMT, time stops, so it's not really quick. It's not quick, sure, but it is
1: quick. Yeah, it is. You don't have to spend the whole night. You come back and you can still go yeah. golfing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever let's, you need to do. Still yeah. have something to eat, but you've never done that not DMT yeah. you know yeah. um i would i would like to try i'm yeah. i'm very open to all type of psychedelics yeah i'm i love mushrooms lsd really helps me um it's like exactly what you said about your friend's book like i'm no longer scared of dying i love it cuz i understand that it's peaceful you got the gift you got it that's that's the that whole the gift? thing that's the whole gift <laughs> i didn't know
0: that's the gift ah. it seems to me what one of the, that's Ramdas up on the wall, and one of the things that he teaches is like Jesus is trying to. Okay, so I'm going to say two quotes. Mm. They're both religious. Forgive me, but Richard Rohr says Jesus didn't come to change our mind about, uh, didn't come to change God's mind about us, mm. like make us make God not like uh, not hate us. Mm. Jesus died to change our mind about God. Meaning, mm. and this is Ramdas going. Look, I'll show you. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like you can die. It's no big deal. I'll do it. That's the scariest Uh, thing. I'll let them crucify me. Look, it's fine. Yeah. And then the resurrection, whether or not it's literal, is just showing you like, relax. This is the pattern of the cosmos. Uh, Not just Jesus. You, me, everybody. Mm -hmm. Everything is dying and being born again. Look around you. Yeah, yeah, That's There's scientific... It's a cycle. Everything is a cycle. And you are a part of it. You're not a separate thing walking through it. You are it. Yeah. And there's nowhere to go. No. And that's what that fucking double acid altoid went hey look peter i'll stop it yeah and then you go but you're still here because where could life itself go life has no opposite the opposite of death is birth yeah life has no opposite wow that's
1: interesting i never thought of it that way baby life is
0: and that's and that's yahweh's name he says i am that i am i am amnes and you are amnes Emnis is listening to me right now. Whoa, you're aware, yeah. So you are a piece of the divine, and that doesn't go anywhere. Peter does. Who cares? Who's that? You had that.
1: You went (laughs) here. Look, I'll turn off Peter. Yeah, yeah. And it was so, it was so cool to. It was the first time I thought, oh, the collective consciousness or soul exists. Yeah, baby. Outside of this husk, it's whatever it is. Yeah,
0: you got your Hell House. All that trauma, all that stuff, yeah, but again, Richard Roy says, people that have God encounters always meet a lover, not a not a tormentor hmm. that's how you know like an authentic god experience cool. it's your ego it's it's your own super ego your your parents' voices that are torturing you and tearing you apart that's you yeah and 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 the real divine stuff is like. It's playing with you. It's, it's, it's saying have some tea and rubbing your back. I love it. Yeah,
1: that. just have some fun. Oh, fucking A. We man. should do acid together sometime. We're on acid right
0: now, <laughs> See, I've never smoked DMT, but like I know if I do and when I do, I'll spend the rest of my life having moments like this going like, wait a minute. I did smoke it and I'm about to come out of it. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be Whoa. weird if you were just like, <sighs> and then you were like, ah, I got to get to the podcast. <laughs> but you're already doing it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you found that. Thank you. Uh, because because of your religious trauma, yeah. It can in my experience it can be so healing to have like a genuine it was. spiritual experience. It was just for you. Yeah. It wasn't taught to you, wasn't explained to you, but you had it yeah. happen.
1: Thank God those Asians left me.
0: Get those Asians <laughs> out of here. I don't need them in their contemporary praise music.
1: Beat it. Uh, damn, I do love contemporary praise music, though I don't want to, but I always get tricked. Who who can oh okay, we gotta go. We gotta okay. go. Oh, shit. I don't want to go. I know. But we
0: covered everything. We did. You're a delight. Th-
1: You're a delight.
0: Get the fuck out of uh, here. Get the fuck out of here. You're so funny. I mean, you got to get this. You got to get the, the movie made, the Peter Kim movie. Yeah, it's coming. And are you doing a TV thing?
1: Did I, I am. Yeah. yeah I'm in development right now.
0: Great. Yeah. So well, best of luck. Hopefully, we'll be seeing that very that. soon. With Bobby. With Bobby. That's great. Yeah. You can't do it without Bobby. They were no. like,
1: are you with Bobby or Margaret? you have an idea I'm like Ken Jeong they're no, like no,
0: no, no neither no Ken reads a little white yeah <laughs> I'm just kidding that was 100% JK thank you so much thank you would you say keep it crispy it's how we end alright folks
1: keep it crispy <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of pleaded just keep it crispy keep it crispy and have
1: some fun yeah double altoid that's it love it alright bye so crispy